This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO Rock. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts, fire up the ignition, and drop the hammer. Yeah, let's do it. Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Here we go, baby. WFO Radio. Back on the air. Racing season has started. The Bushlight Clash in the books. Denny Hamlin, your winner claps back at the fans all kinds of formula one news building and breaking it is insane people are angry about andretti people are fired up about the result that is right ladies and gentlemen it can now be said it is a done deal it is absolutely set in stone the 2025 formula one world Ferrari. Oh, that's right. They're back, baby. Ferrari is back. Lewis Hamilton, the Ferrari, and in his first year, achieves his eighth driver's championship and returns Ferrari to greatness. Put it up. Put it up. Bump, 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 bump. Oh, yeah. That's what's going to happen, maybe, or not. Or not, or maybe they'll be in a sled, like Alonzo was in a sled and Vettel was in a sled. And we'll be talking about how, yeah, it didn't work out. It could go one or the other. Is it quite 50-50? Not really. We're going to get into all of this stuff. We got NASCAR. We're going to encourage, gently encourage everybody to join our NASCAR Fantasy League. It's going to be very exciting. The Skag Pro Superstar Shootout over there in Bradenton, Florida, is getting ready to go off. Everybody is there. Hartford's there. Heiner's there. They're all there right now. They're getting ready for the big test. Uh, that's my uh, term for weather on the East Coast is a little wet. A little wet over here. But we're going to get into all that. I've already put the Patreon beacon up. And so the Patreons are populating the green room down there to watch. And you can see Joe Lee Stanfield is there. Matt in Australia is there. And Monica is there. And Caleb is there. And everybody responded to the big Monday motivation show. It was 40. I don't know how long it was. But we had a great Monday motivation show. It was great. Now, at some point during this show, I will tell you about the whole host of people who make it possible. They make it possible for me to do this. But you know, that's what WFO runs on. It's like the essence of life. It's like how we how we do but let's bring on giovanni miami who is joining us at the start of the show what no baseball today all right no man i was here last week too can you yeah, hear me yeah, i hear you i'm just like you know yeah, drinking you know, it all in you know how it is yeah you got a little weird i thought you were freezing up here. earlier but i'm sure when i hear the playback of the podcast it'll be fine very possible. Exactly. We're just keeping on going. What are we going to do? Stop? We're not going to stop. I might kick you out a couple of times. Might bring you back in. Weird little echo, but whatever. And Sue Morris is back. Last week we had David Morris. This week we've got Susan Morris. Who is back? Sue, is everything okay? Oh, my goodness. You just called me Susan. I feel like I'm in trouble. WFO, y'all. Oh, my, my. Come on. Susan. <laughs> what am I going to do about my electronic tech card, Susan? 
Oh, we can tell you're back. We can tell you're back. Dave is Dave is very understated. I'm just gonna say out there. I love Dave. I think Dave did a fine job. I didn't say I didn't like him. I'm saying he's freaking quiet. He wasn't though. He he dove in on a bunch of stuff. He gave a lot of insight, insightful moments. You listen to David Morris. Here's the thing about Dave. He knows that's the thing. He knows stuff. He's almost a bit of a resource. He maybe shouldn't even be on here. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you got to watch him, you know. So, yeah. but, but you know what I missed out on, and and that was one thing I was really disappointed. Like, I missed yelling "Happy Birthday" to Gio and Joe. I hope yeah. you all both had a wonderful birthday. So, happy belated birthday to you both from me. It was. Oh, thank uh, you, thank you. Yeah, sorry. I, last I, week was you know, I missed that last week. I was very yeah. bummed. Just saying. Yeah. I know. Another year, another trip around. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. Thank you, Sue. Thank you, Sue. And happy birthday to Giovanni. And I can say that uh we had a good week of shows and the work professional side of things went very well. You know, you have the Tuesday birthday, but I gotta say, uh, and I'm I'm eager to you know, eager. I'm not eager. I'm just gonna put it out. Now I had a crappy birthday. I had a very, very crappy birthday. Because like early, um, you know, mo- Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, something like that. I, uh, I was, you know, back from Oklahoma and I was under the weather and not feeling great. And I was having like a really intense allergic reaction. I thought it was to this army of cats that are in here. Like, man, the freaking cats, I'm in trouble. If it's going to be like this, I don't know, man. I, mean, I have to get rid of these cats. Like, this is really bad. Let me use one of these Rona tests and see what's up. And Uh-oh. I popped a positive on the Rona test. And so I took Uh-oh. another one. So I took another one. And the second test agreed with the first test. They agreed. Uh, so I spent discount, my birthday. Discount double check. Ooh. Yep. My birthday uh. present from the cosmic forces was a big fat serving of Corona virus. So I it's just not called that anymore, man. It's called COVID. What yeah, the China COVID. Virus. I know. Corona, yeah. like you're going back like. You know, 20, the Rona. Yeah, I just like, I feel like 2019, Rona. man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gee, I mean. man, the original deal. <laughs> so anyway, I that's how I spent my birthday, cold and alone and sniffling, and sad. Yeah. And I just st- stayed that way Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Today's Monday. I took another test. Boom! I'm free. I'm Woo! Out. All right. Damn. There you know, I took go. another test, and I'm also still out. So I'm good. But it was, right. it was it was crummy. Like I know that we're supposed to create a false alternative universe where all is positive and WFO and everything is great. But uh, my birthday sucked. That's not yeah. good. I get to hang with the cats, and the good news is I'm not super allergic to cats. I don't have to get rid of them. That's the silver lining. Don't have okay. to you know shuttle them all down to the pound. Ben and Jerry, get in the box. I saw him looking through the hole in the door at you again. Yeah, you like that <laughs> on Insta. I was like, that was cool. I don't know what he's talking about sending the cats away. From what I understand, he's bringing more in. <laughs> he's walking around the neighborhood. Going, now, I, now I'm just saying that's your thing because I, I haven't, you know, I haven't been that's over there. One. But that's not from a what I understand. There are more cats that keep showing up. They are. You know, he Joe doesn't seem to believe me when I tell him that these things they talk to each other, and they tell him, yeah. "Hey, they're feeding us over here. They treat us really well." No more cats. No more cats. I have I'm doing my part. 
I'm uh-huh. already doing my part. So we got to get going. We got to get into it. But I see that, uh, you know, Lonnie is out there. Lonnie was now a regular. What's up, Lonnie? Oh, and Bobby Grant. Oh, no way. Where do you see that? It says it on the thing, man. Well, you know thing. what? Like, yeah, school, they taught me how to read. And this little, there's a bunch of words over here on the right. And one of them says that he's got a throat issue and he can't speak. I heard the echo. Joe is on. Oh, that was the first thing. I have a bad head cold, which is now lodged in my throat, so no voice tonight. Well, maybe he should take a test. Bye, Lonnie. Happy uh, retirement. I saw you, you know, Lonnie had a wonderful retirement. Great job. And I'm just going to get him out of there. Don't get Gio. You can't catch anything through this. But anyway, so I talked to a bunch of my friends and uh, a lot of people. I'm the one that rarely gets sick, man. A lot of you're on. Welcome, buddy. You've been sick a bunch of times. Look at that Bobby Graham. Yeah, torque calibration Check you out. I, I didn't want to put it on. I figured everybody would have it the first week, so I was going to try to wear it different week. Counter. We've actually program. been feeling good. We've been kind of like intermixing it, haven't we? <laughs> That's it. Just got to give up. Give them a shirt, man. That's it. That's how you want to get promotion. Give them a shirt. Geo's got one, right? The WFO shirts. I'm going to have. And I've really put them, tried real hard to put out as many shirts uh, this year. Well, yeah, you guys complained uh, that I look like Casper the Ghost. You just texted me, don't say you had the COVID. Did you text me that after I said I had the COVID? No, <laughs> you idiot. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, why? why? It, it's a little late. I just say it's a little late. Well, dude, I can why see though? you coming from a mile away, so I was trying to prevent you from saying it. That's it. Why though? Like, no, I. I feel, nobody's freaking business, bro. That's why. No, I. But I think that people need to know that. Hey, man, right. a very a, a guy like me can go out there and get it, and so maybe they could get it. So they should be careful. It's like yeah. public service announcement. But I do. Like I feel some shame, lotto, bro. I feel some shame about it too. I feel like I was selected by something something negative to have it. But you know, Gio wanted me to keep it buried down deep, like a shame. And I, mm. I agree. Not I agree. Well, why should I keep it? Because uh, no one's goddamn business. But what do you mean? You think they'll like hold it against me? He's thinking. Oh, oh yeah. Mm. No, asking you. Yeah. Yeah. The logic. I carry the logic out. He carry wasn't asking me. He's asking you. you. <laughs> carry the logic out, though. Explain. I'm not carrying anything out. Not... I said my piece, man. Don't tell anyone you had the Rona. Well, it's funny because that was my natural inclination too. I was just doing it to go against my natural uh, thought. It's a show, man. This is oh, an what audience. A contrarian guy. Yes. <laughs> this is a show. They come on. They expect to hear hard truths. And that's one <laughs> that I had. I had. What do you call it? COVID. <sighs> I will tell you, it was a very, I felt uh, it was a mild head cold. Not mild. It was pretty intense head cold. But um, I'm back now, baby. Negative. Bol- multiple tests. I'm good to go. All right. Yeah. Ready to make out. All right. <laughs> uh, let's get. <laughs> you didn't have mono. You had Corona. That's, that's how he got that shit in the first place. <laughs> 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 Making out with airport <laughs> toilet stalls. Something like I don't want to say like I think I got it in the Oklahoma City airport. Just saying, there was a guy. You know, you never know, but someone coughed and they were near me, and I was like, and I think I got zapped. That's when it happened. Zap. Oh no. Anyway, let's get it. Well, Joe, I got zapped too. It wasn't the Rona, but I got zapped when I got stuck in the airport last week. So 
So it's kind of why I look like cousin it tonight. So that way yeah, I don't just scare anybody. Taking it easy. <laughs> just right. Exactly. <laughs> I did want to tell you though, this is the show that's going to go up on YouTube. We are going to put this. On... <laughs> then I am glad I put this hat on low. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not kidding. scaring anybody. I'm, I look like Halloween right now. <laughs> So, so much to get into the Bush Bush light clash. Denny Hamlin wins the race. Kyle Bush second. Ryan Blaney third. Gio, is there a winner interview thing that went up on the podcast? We uh, NASCAR press conference. Did no. we do that? No, you, no, you start didn't. that with the Daytona 500. No, I'll, I would start it with this if I had remembered, you know. OK, I mean, it, might, it might show up there tomorrow or the day after. Hard truths. Hard truths. That's what they race. You want to let them know everything, man. You know, I was at Hard baseball truth. Saturday. I didn't watch one lap of the race. Subscribe. By the time I got home and got done cooking and I turned on and remembered that the race was on, it was over. And I got this and I knew that Hamlin won, but that's it. I haven't watched one lap. Wow. So, I, yeah, uh, I got it. I put out a tweet. I did my best to inform the WFO universe that they had moved the race. I saw uh, a couple of things. Hey, the storm is coming. Uh, for those of you that are not keeping up with the weather, Los Angeles and that whole area is getting, um, you know, biblical rain, biblical rain. It's been raining for like 24 straight hours. They've got more rain in the last 24 hours than they have in the last couple of years. Uh, all kinds of <laughs> yeah, 39 days to go, right? Well, They're going to uh, just wipe it out, Sodom and Gomorrah. But um, it's going to Vegas, too. Makes perfect sense. So it, there were a lot of fans that were annoyed. I saw a lot of social media traffic that said, oh, NASCAR, how dare they do that? It, totally the right move. They want to go to racing. It's totally, still raining. Yeah. Man, right. You know, haters. Right. Haters they, are going to hate. Social media <laughs> is really, it's where so many... Just because what they started the race early or something is that what happened? Well, it was supposed to be Sunday night, Sunday, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's why you missed it totally because it wasn't even on your radar, Geo. It was supposed to be Sunday night, and I texted you that NASCAR was going to be on, but you were at baseball, but it didn't come on until like you know, 8 30, 9 o'clock. Oh, like, that was right. a night, yeah. I have forgotten, but it's oh, not man. only you. Oh, I know. I'm they wanted to get the show in. They wanted to get the trucks out of there, and right. they did. No, they had to, man. They yeah. had to before the before the the floodgates opened. And the yeah, floodgates but, are open right now. But they got to get back fine. to Daytona too. I mean, you know, they don't have all week to be out there. No. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, man. It is what it is. It was a good call. Uh, you know, Coy Gibbs was up there, uh, but he kind of you well, know, yeah, he made, I saw I saw him and Logano uh, or at it. Of course, you know that that always makes the the clips. Ah, yes, you know the uh, tempers flare after Bush Light Clash. Like part of me, I don't know. I can't get you can't get that intense about anything that's happening the first race of the year. I think like no, too long, too much to go. Yeah, chill out. And and a track that's shortened and barely. It's not really. I mean, it's a, it's an exhibition race. Who cares? Made it for TV preseason. Exhibition. Right. That's it. Like when Apollo Creed got killed by Ivan Drago. Made for TV yeah. exhibition. Nothing worth getting upset about. Well, they did kill Apollo. They did. And Carl Weathers. Yeah. Like, I'm so upset about that, but we'll get to it later on in the show as we continue on. But NASCAR season is rolling. And if you have not joined drivergroupgame.com, our WFO Radio Fantasy League, I suggest no. you do 
I suggest we do so. Um, we're going to join the lead. We're all going to try to win. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR put out on a tweet earlier today, which I amplified. He's got whiteboards and he's got every race and every allocation. And he is telling you how he does it. So when I'm tweeting out like a, like a report on each individual driver every day or something. Mm -hmm. So when I'm like telling his top you drivers, right. By, you know, that this is the guy you got to try to beat. Maybe he'll, he won't be in our league anymore. Chad, Chad Ochocinco. Right. <laughs> Chad. That's his name. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR's name is Chad. But what's the Ocho Cinco part? You just what's added that on Cinco? for fun. Yeah. You know who Ocho Cinco is? Chad. Yeah, I do. It's uh, yeah, it's Chad Johnson, it's formerly of the Bengals. Every time I think of Chads, I think of Ocho Cinco. So whenever someone's named Chad, their last name now becomes Ocho Cinco. Absolutely. Okay. See a little, but listen, you just got to explain to people how the brain works. You can't. Just expect us to all figure get, that they out. Don't want in behind this mystery machine. Don't here. tell him you had the Rona. Try to keep quiet. Why not? Don't tell them why not. Okay. And the sad thing is, is I, I tended to agree with him. I don't know why I told him all. <laughs> Ryan Blaney was third. The champ. Alex Bowman, sixth, seventh. You know, public service announcement. It's out there, y'all. Be careful. Brad right. Kislowski, eighth. Martin Truex, Jr., ninth. William Byron, tenth. There it is. Top ten for the made-for-TV exhibition. Looks great. I like it. I like the Bush Light Clash. Uh, no Machine Gun Kelly. No fans. None of that. Just Denny Hamlin saying, I just beat your favorite driver. Come, come, come here. Come back. Is that something that I don't know about that I should know about? Is Denny Hamlin doing that? Has he been doing that? Is that like his tagline, his catchphrase? Is that something he, like, what is it? Or well, is when that he gets booed, you know, he he's out there being the showman about it. That's yes. Right. Lashing out. That's all. You know, he could have said, F you fans, and he didn't. I beat your favorite driver. There it is. Throwing it down. Mr. I, Miserable. Didn't Kyle Busch come in second? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah, I don't think he's anybody. Kyle Busch is love now. Just well, right. And, and that's what I, he's I'm driving from. Chevy. <laughs> he, he's got a naked muscle man lawyer on his hood. Which oh. I don't know if you saw the Morgan and Morgan. Morgan and Morgan is a big, uh, you know, um, attorney's. <laughs> Deal, law office here in Florida. Ambulance chasers, kind, you know, not kind, but they, they sue for anything, you know. They are. But they're really big. They're like a. They're like a big, big nationwide type firm. The biggest, the biggest of the big, right? And so they're on the hood, and he's. I guess it was like, let's do something attention grabbing, very fastest chicken in the south, if you will. And so Kyle had <laughs> that this. Was, that was great. That was classic. Come on, we need the fastest chicken in the south. I would love the fastest chicken in the South. Like, well, compared to this, I'm sure Kyle would have chosen to be in the chicken suit than yeah, sure, to have like would. a, you know, a shirtless muscle man lawyer on the, uh, on the hood of his car. <laughs> but my point is this. I liked what Denny Hamlin did. He played the heel a little bit, which someone's got to be willing to do. Um, Tim Haley from Eat My Ink, who is a colleague, he's a drag racing journalist, and he's like, he should have thanked the fans for showing up on the wrong night. And I, I like, I guess he could have done that. He could have been, well, you know, I want to thank the fans for showing up. There was 50 fans there. Instead, 
he goes right at him and he's like, you know what? Hey, I just beat your favorite driver. He just like attacked these people are booing him. And he plays the eel a little bit. Like, don't come at me with that hey, stuff. I like that better. I felt like it's better for the show. It's more impactful. If you're going to have a bunch of fans that boo at you, I think you should feel empowered to come back at him with something that's. He you know, had every right. He won the race, right? He had yeah. every right to say that. And it's a statement of fact. I mean, we don't know who their favorite driver is, but we can infer by their behavior that it's not Denny Hamlin. And so that means by process well, by of definition, he beat every driver. So yeah, that's right. He beat our favorite driver, which is why I'm I'm wondering if this is He's like not a, off the mark. Has he said this before? And that needs to be his tag phrase, man. He needs to go with it. He needs to lean in it. Shirts, I beat your favorite driver. Denny Hamlin, bad guy, driving for MJ. The whole thing. This is the year of Hamlin. Wasn't last year supposed to be the year of Hamlin? Mm -hmm. This is the year. No nonsense. Mean Denny Hamlin. Stepping up, trying to win that title. Driving for Michael. Third year as an owner, right? Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I, th yeah. I was thinking watching yeah. the. I was uh, enjoying. Everybody knows that because of the NHRA job, I don't get to watch as much NASCAR. But I don't think NASCAR is uh, a horrible thing. You just got to get into the stories. You got to know and get into the stories and follow and be a part of anything, just like anything. And right now, I'm choosing to go deep into the NHRA drag racing world. I think the stories are better. I think we've got a great thing that's getting ready to happen, uh, starting off hopefully this weekend and then. In Gainesville at the Gator Nationals, we are going to have an amazing season. Hopefully, everybody is buying their tickets and planning on where to be and get ready for the big WFO meetup, wherever it's going to be. Super excited. The way it's looking, it should be in Seattle because everybody is talking about Seattle and how exciting they are for Seattle. Daniel Wilkerson's excited for Seattle. And they're putting lights in Seattle. I don't know, though. It's kind of far. Oh. And we'll have a WFO meetup at every event that I'm at. You want to? Have there, a, there. there we go. Right there. That's yeah. what you need to do. Yeah. See? We got to have a big one that everybody goes to. Like, remember no Sue when Bobby Graham went into that lady's? Uh... Yes. Hey, 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 hey! Friends. I you made new friends. <laughs> you made new friends that you thought was me and Dave, but it wasn't. Let that kind of home. that kind of thing can only happen <laughs> at the official WFO Patreon meetup. That is still the best. Especially when the guy's like, oh, yeah, he just went to go get a cup of coffee. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when but the lady, I, like, started to to lower her shirt and Bobby. The no, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, I think that there, as the time goes by, there has to be creative license with the story. <laughs> the story's got to evolve a little bit over time. And right. in my version... The lady makes a move on Bobby Graham. <laughs> <laughs> it might. That's oh, what I'm thinking, Joe. But it, oh, no, it didn't happen. I just made a big like, WFO. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just told you what I think, right? Hard truths. Oh, so, Bobby, this one's just going to get better and better. I can just tell you. Hear that? <laughs> it's growing legs. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. It'll come up again organically over the years, and each time it will become more and more intense. A little different. A little different. Right. Exactly. Remember when she reached in that drawer, Bobby, and pulled out that thing? <laughs> oh, my God. What is this? He had to leave. But I digress. Let's move on. NASCAR is back. Very exciting. Um, but last week, uh, it did not make Monday motivation today. Either of these two stories, like Formula One had a one, two, negative, positive punch. The negative punch was the denial of Michael Andretti to Formula One. And we're going to get into that. We're going to cover that. But we're also going to cover the positive punch, which is Lewis Hamilton announcing that he's going to Ferrari in 2025. So there are some things like it's it's weird because there's two stories and neither one of them really amounts to anything right now. Lewis to Ferrari in 2025. That's a year from now. We don't even know that there's going to be a 2025. We don't know that for certain. And Andretti not being in that caused intense rage. So we'll start out right there. The social media traffic from all the NASCAR people, Kenny Wallace was on there. Ron Caps was on there. A lot of people were enraged that Formula One said no. My take was disappointment, but that's kind of what I expected. And I felt like that's why we really haven't hyped it up a lot. It'd be nice, but they're not going to add another team to the grid. And ultimately, like, so let's just start there because I have another follow-up point, but I want to get your takes, Sue. Were you shocked that they said no? No, I was waiting for that to come out. I mean, you knew they were just going to tag them along, suck some money out of them, maybe a little bit more money out of them. But, but hey, there's this already existing group. They don't want to split up the pot. And we're going to act like we're going to let you in. Because this isn't the first time they've done this. I mean, to go back. Years ago, there was another American team trying to get in there. And, you know, and all of a sudden it's, oh, well, you know what? You didn't meet this spec and lifetime ban, you're out. You can't get in ever again. And I'm like, so I was waiting. I, I mean, I hate to be the naysayer on that one, but I was not shocked. Not even a little bit. A little annoyed with F1, but, hey, you know, it's their it's their ball. It's their party. And they're going to let in who they want to let in. Doesn't matter. But it's it's their loss, though. I mean, because not getting Andretti in the F1 is part of his roots, too. I mean, come on. He's part of the history. And you're going to yep. push the, the Andretti family out. What, what about? Well, so they are invited. They're not going to be in for 25, 26. They are invited to reapply for 2028. Sure. And there's various one. stories about why it happens. You guys told me before the show. I hadn't read this, but. Uh, Sue and Gio both read this. Something about an email going to spam? Yes. They got an invite. Um, that uh, Apparently, they got an invite on December 12th to come to F1. And they never responded talk to about, the invite. You know, things, yes, to talk things over. Yes. Maybe they wanted to tell them in person that they weren't going <laughs> to let them in. <laughs> Look, the bottom line is that we've known for years, and we've heard this talk, not, not even before Andretti. There's been other recently... When when someone has tried to get into the game, um, what's his name? Stroll. When Stroll tried to get in, he first wanted to 
buy a franchise or, you know, I guess, you know, make a new team, like to just start a new team. And he saw that it was not going to be feasible. So he went the other way and bought one of the existing teams. And that's really the way that they want to do it. Ever since what they, they downsized from 12 teams to, or 11 teams to 10 teams years ago, they, they're not, I don't think that they're, gonna be in the business of splitting the pot 11 ways anymore especially these big boys they don't want to give up one percent of their money you know at at, at 10 teams everybody gets 10 percent at nine teams you only get at sorry at 11 teams you only get nine percent each well and that's okay a, you know, and so it doesn't here's sound my like question. a lot of money but it is and the, you know they don't so it's not as simple as, oh, hey, we want in and we're willing to get in. Well, hey, well, why don't why don't they put ten billion dollars together and try to get an NFL French uh, expansion team? It doesn't, right? Well, because the NFL is not expanding. So if you so, want a franchise, buy one of the existing franchises. The way energy works, right? Like I am a supporter of Andretti. I like Michael Andretti. I like Mario Andretti much, much more. I'm a big fan. I rooted for Marco, Gio and I, and Mrs. Gio. We we partied with Marco and those guys at the St. Pete Grand Prix, along with Gene Simmons when he was hitting on uh, Gio's wife and tried to uh, take her pillow. Uh, there was so many times... The Andretti Green Racing Hour at XM. I was up close and personal with that team. I hosted their Indy 500 Gala. I introed Cheap Trick as they came out on stage. Like I love Andretti. But this always felt like a bit of a long shot. And it comes down to this. Why should they? Who else in the world is in the business of giving away what they have to other people. NASCAR certainly isn't, you know? And so the response from everybody, like if you're a casual observer and you're like, I would really like to see Andretti race Formula One, that would be cool. It's not going to happen. Oh, that's a bummer. Those jerks. But everybody was talking about oh, this. Oh, golly, gee, Willigers, son of a right. gun. Those jerks. <laughs> I get that if that's your response. But if you really think about it, like Kenny Wallace is talking about how Formula One is all about money and it's big money. And by the way, why am I attacking Kenny Wallace? Because I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. Kenny Wallace does a show every day on Twitter. He's giving his opinions. You give your opinions, then I'm going to give my opinions of your opinions about a topic. NASCAR is all about the money, too. You, it's true. It's the same what deal. form of entertainment is not all about the money? So these guys <laughs> have built this thing. Like Liberty Media bought this thing. And they've made it like it or don't, the number one sports thing out there. We gave those numbers last week. They've got 10 teams on the grid, right? They've got sold-out races all around the world. They're adding races. They're adding venues. They're spending hundreds of millions of dollars creating things where things didn't exist previously. Talking about Miami, talking about Las Vegas, talking about all of these different things. That's their deal. They got this deal. And here comes Andretti. And Andretti's like, hey, we want into your thing. Cut us in. And my question is, why would they do that? Well, because we're Andretti. And we ran Formula One. And we've got the most famous racing name. And we're awesome. Okay, that's definitely we're gonna and we're gonna bring Cadillac. That's that's compelling stuff right there. Like me, 
I might let him in, but I'm not, I'm just a guy with a show and a podcast. Well, if we control all this money, then you start to think like all the stuff that Geo said, well, we were getting 10%. Now we're going to get 9%. We're going to have to cut them in uh, 10 cars on 10, 20 cars on the grid versus 22, you know, 22 cars on the grid. Eh, I don't know. 11 teams throws everything out of balance. Why should they? What is their motivation? Just to be cool to Andretti. Just to let somebody in to something. You know, be uh, open and welcoming. Let's be open and welcoming. And everyone is tacking Formula One. Yeah, can you believe they weren't open and welcoming to some outsider coming in to get some of the money they got? It just <laughs> seemed, I don't know. It just seemed like ridiculous to me. That all of these people, and none of them in the exact same situation, I think, would be welcoming. Unless, you know you love Andretti that much. And that was the big deal. Like you could read the letter, which I did not, but they say that they believed that value would have gone to Andretti instead of value going to formula one by Andretti entering. What do you think of that? Bobby Graham. I think that's true. <laughs> Thinking about it. I, I, you know, the, the way you put it, I do understand that point. Your, your whole point on there, and I do understand their point. I, in the first off the bat, I just thought it was odd that they didn't get accepted, but I was thinking the same way. I've always heard of Andretti, so it was, a, I guess, a common name, but I can see why they wouldn't. I wouldn't come over here, somebody come over here, and I always use this example I have hay that I cut and bale and sell. Well, I have people cut, stop by, and they always want to bail the hay for me, or they want to bail it. I said, okay, well, we'll do it on halves. You cut it and do it on halves. That's the way we used to do it. They said, well, no, 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 I'm, I'll bail it and clean your pasture up for you. I said, okay, oh. well, let me know when I can come to your shop, because I want to see what I can come pick out and, and, and bring home. And they said, what do you mean? I said, well, I've got thousands of dollars worth of hay here and you want to come take it why can't i come to your shop and pick up pick out what something i want and bring it home it's the same thing so they don't seem to understand that but that's the point i, I understand where they're coming at yeah look at that bobby grant bring it back to like reality geo what about what about you andretti or f1 who would ultimately benefit from the other in your humble opinion well obviously andretti as big as the name is is not as big as the series formula one is formula one's been around longer than andretti it's it's almost like uh the, the old school bill france days that he told the drivers that you guys can all leave and nascar will still be around you know you guys want to unionize go ahead and start your own race series and so I love Andretti and, uh, you know, Mario and all of the, the greatness and all of the, you know, the children, the grandchildren, the, the name. We we were at the Andretti Racing go-kart place in Texas recently yes. in Houston and and so forth. But I, I've from the very first time I heard about this and and I heard, you know, and I, I, some somewhere I read in an interview that that was the logic of Ferrari and Mercedes and Red Bull. The three biggest teams was. 
why why should anybody if he wants to be in he needs to buy a team like we can't just split everything 11 ways now instead of 10 ways and and i i man a months ago someone at a baseball park uh, found out that about the podcast and they started talking racing and they mentioned that hey you heard that andretti's going to formula one and i'm like oh you know i don't you know i'm like you know i don't really think that's gonna happen was my opinion and he said no of course it's andretti man they're gonna let him in this and that and i told him exactly what i'm like dude in the end it's money and they're not gonna let him in because the big boys don't want to split the money with him or, or not him in particular it's anyone else and Again, yeah, right. I, I, anybody, there's nobody. There's it's, nobody. Sorry, it's, not, it's nothing personal against Mario or Cadillac or the Andretti. It's anybody else because, okay, today it's Mario and Cadillac. Well, what about next year when it's some big hedge fund or or something and, and they want to, you know, spend a billion dollars to get in or, and, and start a new team? And so what? You just got to let them in too because, yeah, we got enough money. We want to play the game. That's not how it's it, it is anymore. Or or, we, or maybe it is. What's the number, right? Or maybe it is. What's well, the I'm number? sure is there billion? is a number. No. Is it five billion? Yes, yes. Come play. Yes, five billion. Get in. Right. And, and all and the other like teams that. would be like, okay, we'll take a piece of that and we'll split. Look, I'm sure baseball and and basketball or and you know who knows maybe even football will at some point expand again and there's going to be a ginormous fee to get in and that's the opportunity that someone's going to have at that point to get in uh, at whatever the fee is otherwise you got to get in on a franchise that already exists and just pay whatever someone's willing to 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 sell their their existing franchise at and that's in all the sports i know it's not a positive I know it's not a popular opinion, guys. Like it's all not, our audio only is, warriors, look, but. we can't get a uh, we can't build a NASCAR and just you know go qualify for a race anymore, right? Don't you need a charter? Well, no, yes. you can. You can still do it. You have the option to get out there and try, which is, I get, it. I get it. It's uh, you know, it's a hybrid system. All right. But again, like we can't just put a team together and, and call the major MLB and say, hey, we want a franchise. We've right. got a hundred million dollars to, you know, we're going to build a stadium. You know, we got all the, infrastructure. <laughs> right. we're going to get in. We're going to get in on the thing that you guys are doing. We're going to be in there on it, on there too, on that deal That's that you got. It, right. You know, Mario was in formula one and now we're going to be, we're going to be in formula one. We're going to well, break out and stuff, but I just don't, you know, I didn't, I never expected it to actually happen because kind uh, of an insult yeah, though, to say the that money. they wouldn't have been competitive. That that's where it, I think that inf- infuriated a lot of people is that they said that they would, they would not have been competitive. Do you think <laughs> they would have been competitive, Gio? <laughs> I don't know. Like, why don't we ask Gene? Hoss, how they're doing <laughs> over there. You know, <laughs> yeah, let's look at Haas. Well, I don't know. Like, I honestly think that um, the By Andretti the way, people the are house, but, they're but very, look, I, who very knows? Small. The answer is we don't know. It, it, uh, they certainly would at some point, you know, maybe had a good, uh, you know, a nice season. Haas, remember, came in, you know, what, fifth or sixth one year in the points and, and looked like they were having a couple of nice years before things turned ugly the last few years. Yeah. And Gunther lost his job. Yep. Yes. Well, we'll see. We'll we'll see how it all works out. So I'm rooting for Andretti, and here's my prescription for them. Don't take no for an answer. There are so many times in life where the first answer is no. In fact, most people that are these, uh, you know, get out there and do it kind of people 
will tell you that you've got to hear no a few times to motivate you. You've been told no. How are you going to respond? Uh, it's not over yet. You've been invited back in 2028. But I really think the answer is to wait for one of these teams to become available. And it will. There are Formula One teams that go up for sale on a regular basis. They cost, you know, every few years. You are well, now. We're seeing it now. The whole Sauber turned into this team and Audi is maybe turning into that team. And, you know, and... there there is a deal to be made. There's a deal right, to be made. In... You want a Formula One team? Go get Go gal. Go buy one. Yeah, but we're going to have to buy a bunch of stuff that we don't want. Yep. How badly do you want to be in Formula One? And for people to be like, well, Formula One's not worth it. That's not. That's not accurate. Formula One is Formula One. Formula One is going to be Formula One. And you got the news that proved that point. Like all those people that on Tuesday or whatever day that was, it was the day I talked to Caps. It might have been Tuesday. Um, the day after, everybody was like, I'm never watching Formula One again. This is ridiculous. They can do without my money. I'm not going to be. I'm going to cancel my subscription. There's no way after what they did to Andretti. It's like I'm not Lewis even watching Hamilton. Drive to Survive. I'm not going to watch Drive to Survive. Then Lewis Hamilton announces he's going oh, to Oh, that Ferrari. was Thursday morning. Yeah, that was And everyone's like, yes, I got to know what it is. Yes. <laughs> Ferrari. Ferrari. Just to see what happens. Lewis Hamilton, one of the biggest <laughs> names in all of sport, going to Ferrari to make that attempt to become the guy, to bring him the championship, to get his eighth driver championship, and to, in my opinion, secure the glory to the prancing horse man to secure beyond shadow of a doubt the greatest of all time moniker lewis hamilton three titles with three or two different three teams three different teams winning titles eight overall lewis hamilton wins the championship with ferrari he is your undisputed greatest formula one name of all time and that's what's on the line. And the Ferrari fans, I can tell you, they're pretty excited about it. <laughs> that's right. Hopefully they don't, they'll let him make his own calls in the race, too. Well, they got a lot of stuff they got to get right. He's going to say it's hammer time. But this is it's it, baby. Awesome. The prancing horse. Cavalino Rampante is coming back, baby. Scuderia Ferrara just yeah, got away. There's no doubt that if Lewis uh, can win at Ferrari and return Ferrari to glory, he would be the, the greatest, the greatest. That's it. They, they would hands down eight championships among three different manufacturers. Yes. And not only that, but return to prominence of Ferrari, who has been in the dumps, yep. down in the weeds, drinking the cold gin since 2007. And that's what then that's what we have. And that's what we have to wait for. And then there's oh, by the way, the 2024 season in the way. Oh man. Yeah. Game so, season yeah. for a lot of guys. Yeah. 
By the way, Charlie Leclerc cannot be too happy because <laughs> himself. I'm Probably sure. not. No. <laughs> well, there's there was a there was a clip that was out about Lewis and Charles said something about Lewis, right? Lewis, like who would be a great person to be at Ferrari? And, and Charles Leclerc goes, looks at him and goes, "Well, what do you think, Lewis?" And so everybody is speculating like that was the day everybody found out, and they've just been keeping it a secret. I don't know because. Um, Toto, you know, and those guys said that Lewis informed him the other day and it makes sense and whatever. But um, that's the story for 2025. So 2024 is just this. And Steve Brenwald, who's down there, Brenwald Media, of course, for all your media needs and arts and stuff. Someone was like, you know, I was going to have a T-shirt made. And I was thinking they should reach out to Steve Brenwald from Brenwald yeah. Media. He designs T-shirts. Sue, do you know anyone? Nope, you're not wearing the right one. But, he, you know, he was a part of that one, too. Yeah, no, the Morris Motorsports uh, shirt was Steve Brenwald designed, available on our T Public store. Oh, Hopefully, you guys you are all buying those shirts, by the way, especially yeah. when they go sixteen dollars. Get yourself Morris Motorsports gear. There it is. There it is. There it is. Yeah, <laughs> I beautiful. Steve Brenwald. Are you still happy with the design? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Well, yeah. today's the day of hard truths. You know, maybe you were going to say no. Wow. <laughs> Is that something that you lose happiness with? I was, over time? I was like, wait a minute. We took a while to, you know, he gave us a couple of different, few different options and went back and forth. So, no, we're happy. Steve works okay. from home, guys. He can design your hero cards. He can do all of that stuff. But that's not why I'm bringing it up. He says, Did you see that Christian Horner is under investigation? Ah. Hmm. Christian hmm. Horner. So, here's the story from Planet F1. As we move on from Lewis, like there's not much more to say, guys, because that's a 2025 story. This whole year is going to be like hype. Uh, should Ferrari even race or should they just prepare the 2025 car? Every action is in preparation for Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, yeah right. Like you got to get yeah, what's got, the point. Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Horner is is imploding. Internal investigation launched by Red Bull against team boss Christian Horner from Planet F1. Red Bull has initiated an internal investigation against team boss Christian Horner based on allegations made by an employee. Christian Horner is being subjected to an internal investigation by Red Bull. The racing team's parent company, which is Red Bull G, capital G-M-B-H. Do you know what that is? No, man. That's another, that's um, a sponsor. Yeah, some kind of company that does. Red Bull G-M-B-H. The racing yep. team's parent company with the investigation being launched based on accusations of inappropriate behavior by another Red Bull racing employee. According to the company, the allegations are being taken extremely seriously. According and by the to... way, GMBH is like LLC. Oh, okay. Good job. <laughs> That's like go. Euro LLC. Thank you. Good, job. Yo, good job. That's what we need, man. We need up to the minute. It's German LLC. That's what a German LLC is. He's speaking Klingon over there. Come on. It's what it says on the thing. Basically, I don't know. It's really okay German, German's language. I don't think so. Um, although fun. I was trying to read it, according, I believe it's considered cultural appropriation. Even though I'm watching Masters of the Air and those guys shooting their flack up Dude, there, it's really boring, man. We'll get to it. I don't know why you think oh. how you could possibly think it's boring. It's too well, slow, I, read 
I need more action. It's episode two, it's man. They're two. introducing characters. Yeah, you gotta remember they gotta build the story. That's what my wife says that they're trying to character build it. You have to build characters. Like, who are these guys? There's nothing boring about going 25,000 feet into the air in a tin can and having Germans shoot metal and explosives at you while flying by you at 500 miles an hour shooting bullets at you. And you've got to figure out how to survive. It's going to get it's going to get hairy. We got what? Seven episodes to go. But I I will agree with Gia. Like, I get. Yeah, a deliberate every, start. Every it's off to a deliberate start. They're introducing characters. The bike Getting riding scene. I got, I got it. Kill him. You know? Guys going down in a fiery plane crash is never boring. Geo. No. According to the Dutch publication, The Telegraph, Horner's response to the allegation is blunt. I completely deny these claims. A statement from Red Bull GmbH. To Planet F1 was issued after being made aware of certain recent allegations. The company launched an independent investigation. This process, which is already underway, is being carried out by an external specialist uh, barrister. The company takes these mari- uh, matters extremely seriously, and the investigation will be completed as soon as practically possible. It would not be appropriate to comment any further at this time. Wow. Horner has overseen Red Bull Racing's F1 team since the company entered Formula One in 2005. Hey, can we come get in your thing? How did they get in? Didn't they buy? Who did they buy? Jordan? Who did they buy? I believe they bought Jordan, yeah. And has led. They they didn't just come in. We've got an energy drink. Can we be part of the thing? Could buy a team. Andretti's got to buy a team. There's a team that's going to come available. You got to get a bunch of money. You got to go buy the freaking team and get in there and be like, what? How you like me now? Kumo D style. I just wanted to say that. And has led the team to seven drivers championships, six instructor championships, 50 years old. Uh, the 50 year old was recently awarded the CBE commander of the British Empire. That's kind of like commandatory in Italia. An accolade in the New Year's Honors list following the team's dominant 2023 season. Milton Keynes based squad won all but one race. Red Bull will launch their new car on the 15th of February, a special launch at Milton Keynes. Horner is set to remain in his role as the team boss while the investigation is carried out. And that's it. Do you think it's sexual? Well, it all depends what kind of sexual, you know, like did, did he, did he take it out or, or what, you know? Was he just mean to somebody? Did he just uh, like yell at somebody? Was he is he just, is he just a jerk? Right. Or was he inappropriate? Like, what did he inappropriate? Inappropriate touching, inappropriate speaking, inappropriate showing. There's a whole lot of ways that inappropriate behavior can, you know, show itself up, so to speak. My opinion is that, like, I'm. We have nothing to go on, so we can just complete speculation. As much as something else would be more fun. And of course, Megan says that she always felt suspicious about Christina. <laughs> no way, did she? <laughs> yes. She did. Monica, naughty. I love that, Megan. That's great. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. You see, Megan, you see, they won't make up nothing about him. But if he goes to somebody's trailer, they're going to make up a story to that one. <laughs> Megan says, since the moment I saw him on Drive to Survive, that one. I knew he was an asshole. There's something <laughs> up there. Megan knows. 
Well, Monica says the rumor is naughty pictures, which I don't know about that. But see, that would like I immediately said, is it sexual? Like we don't know. My take a moment ago, yeah, I, naughty pictures. It could be naughty so pictures. Are naughty wow. pictures of himself? Did he have naughty pictures of that worker? Did he? Did he give he out? Yeah. Off, like <laughs> he says, he comes <laughs> off as a picture sender. <laughs> That's awesome. well, he does seem like he's vertically challenged, so you never know what kind of you know ego-driven stuff you know. Based listen, on there's a lot of vertically challenged people out here. We're not sending pictures to people. <laughs> I think it has more to do with the power, man. I think you could become drunk on power, ah, uh. and that's a situation. So before you guys brought it into a dark place, thanks, Megan. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say he was just imposing his hard uh, working ethic on someone who was not willing to comply. You know, someone was was like evil, mean and and like uh, Uh like swimming with sharks mistreated. the Yes, exactly. Gio, exactly. Exactly that. Exactly that. And that's what I thought until Megan says that the rumor is that he might be a picture sender. <laughs> what is that the rumor we're starting here on WFO? I'm not, I'm just reading Megan, the comment section. Megan's on a roll, not my fault. He's weird. And you know what? I may stay up and do a little research and watch the, uh, the last season of Drive to I Survive know. again just to see if we can fast forward to the parts with Christian to see if we can Figure get out uh, where he got inappropriate. Yeah, what's yeah. going on with him? She says she saw it on Twitter a lot today. Uh, I'm trying real hard to call Twitter X from now on. Oh, yeah, uh, I've already X, made the yeah. mistake a few times. Uh, she no, says no, no, here. I, I, what I find myself doing is I have X and in parentheses, you have it formerly Twitter <laughs> or Twitter, <laughs> just Twitter. X and I put that thing that, you, that thing that you type out and then you press send or what's that? <laughs> Yeah, it's called it's called a tweet, a post in theory. It's a post, an X post. But yeah, I send out a tweet on X all the time. It's not (laughs) an X tweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's where he got in trouble. So there you go. All right. Uh, thank you, Megan, for weighing in on this. So we'll find out. We'll find out soon enough. Like, we'll eventually get to the bottom of it. It can't be worse than Max Mosley. Max Mosley, that story, for those of you who are new to Formula One, you may not recall the Max Mosley story. But the Max Mosley oh, story. Very interesting. The Max <laughs> Mosley story is way worse than this. And he survived. And he, like, he just said, yeah, nah. I'm not. I'm not well, resigning. I mean, eventually, yeah, no. he survived the fallout of the story. Is what you he mean? He survived the fallout of the storm. In fact, a lot of people. You could go back to the how Max Mosley handled that situation. Dude, that is the best PR book right there, man. It's what As I told you. The root of how to handle your personal crisis. Just go back and read the Max Mosley book. So what was uh, the deal? Well, uh, prostitutes. Okay, yes. And uh, they were dressed like Nazis. Okay, and uh, prostitutes and the Nazis. Uh, Oh, okay. So here's he's a Brit. He's high up. Prostitutes dressed like Nazis. Yeah. That's my own thing. My own business. None None of your business. business. None of your business. matters. And I'm not resigning. F you. And that's this it. This is a personal matter. It's none of your business. I'm not resigning. Fire me if you want. And then you fire him. And he I pulled survived, it off. Man. 
Well, he survived the, the storm. Well, he eventually died. I mean, everybody eventually dies. It's not about that he survived the storm. Max but that Rosie. was yeah, yeah man. Max Rosie, man. He he definitely did it. Uh, he went to the real old school school of PR. Monica remembered as a brilliant but flawed figure. <laughs> yeah. Fun, fun little, fun little tie-in. Uh, I was at XM Satellite Radio at the time, and I had this studio in my home. It was not nearly as palatial uh, as it was, but I got a, as it is today. But I got a call, and they're like, "Hey, are you going to be home on so and so day?" And I'm like, "Yeah." It's like, "Are you using your studio? Can can we send somebody to use your studio?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so it was James Carvel. The Raging Cajun. He is very well known for his uh, political stuff. And, you know, he was the guy who coined the phrase, it's the economy, stupid. And I know we don't really do politics here on WFO, thank God. But he's a well-known personality. He was doing a show called, what was it? 6020 Administration, dude. That's how he got famous, right? Isn't that when he got famous? for when Yes. He was in the administration? I was just trying to not mention any particular party it's or just goes to show you how far back the guys goes it's like 30 yeah. years now that's oh, not a good name to mention geo it's oh, really? things happen when you mention that name well see that you know people take Papa? that name and it affects it affects people <laughs> in weird ways they just like you know people just are affected by all political yeah, all right. names they bring up any political name people have like a reaction but political operatives like James Carville, people don't. I don't think they just go about their business. Guy's doing a job. He's in the fight to try to win it, like a coach. Um, so he came here and he was doing a show called Sixty Twenty Sports with uh, uh, I forget the kid's name. Dang it, the guy who was the host of Meet the Press for so many years, who passed away. His son uh, was the twenty, and so Carville's in here, and I'm monitoring the board. I'm doing board operator, Luke Russert. Bang. There it is. Yep. Wow, that was yeah. really good. Thank you. Ooh, pulled that one out of the archives. I was feeling bad about it, too. Like, I should know that, Luke Russer. Because, you know, Luke was a good guy. But uh, so I'm on the air with him, and I'm just kind of sitting there. And I get one chance to talk with James Carville on the air about one topic. What was the topic? Max Mosley. <laughs> and the, you know, Nazi prostitutes. And uh, he's like, you know, the guy had some personal picadillos and he didn't want to get out there and he got out there. What are you going to do? I'm like, <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? This is personal. They're talking about his personal picadillos. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good James Carville, but that's what I, I came out with. Hey, look, Dragster like Jeff it. is here. Holy up, crap! Do you guys oh. remember the the, the 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 circumstances behind Max Mosley's death? Uh, oh. no, dude, the guy's got a, a pair as big as I mean, the guy killed himself. Old age, I thought. I didn't know that he committed. No, suicide. man, he found out he, he had terminal driving. cancer and he took himself out. Wow. What are you reading? Yeah. Sky Sports, The Guardian, Independent.uk, you name it. Okay, can I get like Matt a news? Mosley killed himself after learning of terminal cancer. Wow. <laughs> Dang. That's May a... 29, 2022. Wow. He shot himself. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. That's rough. Yeah, things, things yeah. just got really dark. Whew. 
We just got sorry, we got, man. We got to <laughs> turn the corner here. I'm subscribe to WFO Radio on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Where you find right. out motivation on Monday. <laughs> WFO. Brilliant. Ended up eating a bullet when he found out he had cancer. Would you like to become a Patreon of WFO Radio? <laughs> Join our program behind the scenes. Yes, it gets worse than this. Well, you Good job. Monday motivation. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't remember that, Gio. I didn't remember that. But, I didn't uh, remember it until I read it right now either. No, we don't need to go down that road, right? Like, no, so right. if you get a, you know, like we don't need to go there. No, let's do not do that. No, that's no. not. That's not. Let's not. Woo! And I was going to do a segue to our fine sponsors, but now I'm going to pause that. <laughs> I'm going to wait a few more minutes. To let it go. Jeff, did you get a haircut? You're looking, well, you get looking no, dapper. No, You're looking very no, dapper. Still got, oh. still got the hair. Okay. You've just been right. been busy in the shop, so you got to keep it out of the way so it don't get caught up in nothing, you know. Yes. I do. I do. Right. Don't get caught up in anything. Yeah, uh -oh. I, put, I put one barber's kid through college. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> right. Awesome. Uh, good job, Jeff. <laughs> I got one anyway. <laughs> So one one note I did want to make earlier because uh, I was attacking Kenny Wallace for his comments on he's talked about how uh, you know Haas bought their way into Formula One but they 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 did not they were they were granted an entry for the 2016 season but that was when they were introducing the cost cap and everything mm -hmm. so it was a different situation if we're just getting things right just to like well well Haas did they have to buy the way and they did not it was a different rules situation it was a different time. It was not owned by Liberty Media. There were many different things that were different about Formula One. But cars are going to be uh, introduced soon. It's time to get very excited about Formula One, and we will. But it's also time to get excited about the Super Bowl. And so, um, for those that don't know, at 1 o'clock Tuesday, me and Alan Reinhardt going to be on. We'll talk some Skag Pro Superstar shootout. Really not much to say other than big event in Bradenton, Florida, and they're going to run for big money. This coming weekend, I did notice in the chat just like some news. Um, Sue, like, okay, I don't have flow. What is I the do. cheapest way that I can watch this race? Oh man, you put me on the spot. I gotta look at well, you up, were having but... a conversation in the chat section minutes I, ago. I, this I, is I what know. WFO is all about. What is the question that everybody wants to know for real? What is the easiest, cheapest way that I can watch this race if I choose to do so? Drive there, dude. That's probably the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I'm sure they have a one race version. I mean, how they much can you throw out? They do. They, someone anyway. told me that you have to get three months and it's forty dollars. No, for three no, months. And I found and I no. found that to be hard to believe. No, yeah, no, I'm no, guessing no. you can I probably call get one month, sign up for the month, and just pay the one month and quit at the end of the month, like you do with I, any of these other services that yeah, forty that bucks for three months at NHRA.tv. That's pretty much the the going rate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's 150 for a year? You get 20 events. That's well, all the divisional and all that stuff. stuff. You get discounts, but yeah, yeah. yeah so just don't do the auto renew. Yeah. Remember, you got to go back. So look, the annual pass for NHRA is 159.99, so that's 160 bucks. Right. A weekly pass is 25 bucks. <laughs> Dude, that's still super cheap, man. It's still I think it's cheap if you're paying if you're paying fifteen dollars for a movie uh to watch three hours of something that someone created on its yeah, 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 yeah. 
um, you're, it's probably considerably more than that. Fifteen? Just to, yeah, man. Just to rent the movie at home now is twenty bucks. Really? Yeah, like the movies now that like the ones. Yeah, but they charge they charge you more to rent it at home because it's for you guys watching um, the one movie. So it's got to be more expensive as opposed to a seat. I think a movie theater ticket right. is fifteen. Okay, well, still fifteen bucks, but but if there's three or four of you, then it obviously it's more expensive. <laughs> but for this, uh, Steve Brenwald down there of Brenwald Media says, uh, I believe one month of flow is forty dollars. This information is available. Um, you can go find it. Um, the you know things are going on this weekend. Hartford's over there. Heiner's over there. We're going to try to get Heiner on the show tomorrow just to check in and see what he's doing. Then on Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern time, we are going to delve into the world of Lucas Oil Championship Drag Racing with Julie Natas. Very good. Yes. Julie is going to be on the show at noon. We're going to talk about her championship, Back. her upcoming season, wow. you know, all the great things. She's now like American, uh, you know, as apple pie. It's going to be great. So we're going to have Julie on at 12 noon and uh, I'm working on interviews with Kyle Rizzoli, stock eliminator world champion, Wyatt Woo! Wagner, super stock world champion. We're going to start rolling out our champs, baby. As we get ready oh, for the game, yeah. roll out the champs. Those two will be pre-records and I'm trying to decide whether I run them to like go like they are uh, live shows, like roll out live or post it. Like I did the failed Doug Coletta video. Right. Like I'm posting it. They say it's better, but it didn't it didn't turn out to be. All right. Sports collision. The Super Bowl this weekend. Geo begin. Ooh, ready. There was well, I don't know. There was Pro Bowl action this week. I don't know if you know, they play like a flag football game now and they had all kinds of um, competition skills, competitions going on. I saw our boy Tua. I heard he got sabotaged during the skills competition, but I didn't read the story. That was the headline. Nah, you know, it's kind of, I guess he came in last and uh, in one of the skills competitions. But, uh, you know, that was going on throughout, like, I guess Thursday, Friday night, throughout the weekend. And then they had the the game, which I, again, haven't seen much of anything other than local baseball (laughs) fields around here. But uh, the Super Bowl, man, back again. Super Bowl, where are we at now? Like 58, I think, is the number. And uh, San Fran and Kansas City again. It's a rematch of the Super Bowl uh, of 2020 when it was down here. It was in Miami. And so right now, the early favorite has got uh, San Francisco, I believe, is a two-point favorite. If you want, uh, while you go ahead there, uh, that's the early line. It had gone two, one, two and a half. It's been floating there, so San Francisco's a slight favorite. I'm working my way here, and I'll let you know exactly what it is right now. As we speak, it's two, still sitting at two, and the total is 47.5 points in the game. Wow. So if uh, that's uh, for gambling uh, purposes there. And, of course, there's all kinds of special props. I mean, now the props is a weekly thing here with, with uh, the gambling having gone so mainstream with everybody with their DraftKings and whatever other app they're using the Caesars bed and ESPN bed and all of those apps as Matt <laughs> didn't understand that we have like 50 different gambling regulations, but uh, yeah. we do, we Matt, have we have our own here. We have bet hard rock or whatever hard it's called. Our and, one app. Uh, and yeah, they have, uh, you know, t- scores of apps of uh, props available for the game. You can bet on anything from the color of the Gatorade to the coin toss to how long the, the national anthem is and, 
all sorts of things that have nothing to do with the game, as well as all of the things that have to do with the game, as well as, you know, who, how many passing yards, how many receiving yards, how many receptions, how many rushes, how many interceptions, how many everything, anything you could possibly think of is probably available. Nice. Taylor Swift going to be there? Well, uh, you know, nothing's for certain as the, the, the rumor is, well, apparently she's got a concert in Japan on Saturday night or Friday night or whatever it is. But, uh, you know, those people, not that I've ever traveled from Japan back to the U.S., but, uh, I, you know, it seems to be just a simple numbers game to me. And, um, yeah, she should have no problem making it from Japan back to Vegas in time for the Super Bowl, and especially she could probably make a commercial sitting at an airport and but flying private, she should definitely have no no issues. So if she so desires, she will definitely be there. Um, you know, Super Bowl in Vegas, first time ever, the biggest party, probably. This is something that we never expected uh in our early earlier parts of our lifetime to see not not just the Super Bowl, but much less the whole team and a whole what hockey, basketball, everybody's coming to Vegas now. And uh, but the first Super Bowl in Vegas is a giant party. It's the most expensive ticket ever. It's the suites are going for hundreds of thousands up to millions of dollars for a suite, you know, depending on how many people and so forth. And it's just uh, total Vegas out of style. The, the town is, you know, prepared and loving the, the Super Bowl. What can you say? I guess they've been waiting a lifetime for this because ever since, you know, since gambling now has become mainstream and. Vegas finally got a Super Bowl, man. It's it's unbelievable. Matt says there's 85 betting agents in Australia available wide. You can pick 85. Think of that. Like, so you know, we in Florida we have one, and they are advertising the heck out of it. By the way, with that Hard Rock Bet sign, gambling oh, yeah. is legal. No repeat. It's it's legal. It's a great little jingle too. Like I, they've they've spent a ton of money. Like you know. Someone who's going to race at the Gator Nationals should definitely try to get the Hard Rock Bets uh, deal. Maybe I'll do that. I'll try to pitch them tomorrow. We'll put you on the hood of a race car. $500,000. Let's go. Yeah. You put the odds up, give you something to gamble on. It'd be great. Let's do it. But um, So I got an email uh, earlier today. Uh, Hi, Joe, with Super Bowl LVIII. So that's 58, right? Uh, just days away, the personal finance website WalletHub today released its Super Bowl 58 by the numbers infographic together with its report of the 24 best and worst cities for football fans, as uh, well as expert commentary to determine the best places for enjoying America's favorite sport. WalletHub compared more than 240 cities with at least one college or professional team uh, based on 21 key metrics. The data set ranges for the number of NFL and college teams to stadium capacity and fan engagement. Be sure to check out the infographic, but here's the list. The best cities for football fans, 10 to one. And I'll go quickly. 10 Kansas city, nine, San Francisco. They're playing in the super bowl. Number eight, New Orleans, number seven, Miami, number six, New York, number five, Boston, number four, Los Angeles, number three, green Bay, number two, Dallas, number one, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. How about that, Giovanni? The Yenzas. Woo! Super Bowl 58 by the numbers. The average cost of a ticket to the past five Super Bowls. The average cost, $6,680. The lowest price of a Super Bowl 58 ticket on the resale market just after the conference championships 
$8,586, a 113% increase from 2023. Got that? You want a ticket? $8,586. It's a lot of money right there. Wow. Estimated economic impact for Southern Nevada economy in 2024. $1.1 billion. Vegas is having a really good year, guys, with the Formula One and now this. 16. Wait, wait. I'm, I'm, Here, what did I'm, they say? What, what did he say? The tickets? $8,586, according to this. Well, look, we right now, live, we can update it on StubHub. We could get two tickets in Section 439, the cheapest in the door, together, row 13. This, this looks like, you know, way up there in the nosebleeds. $5,512 each. Oh, Dude, that's way less than this. Let's get it. Come on. Let's, let's go. go. And grand. All right. <laughs> That's the cheapest to get in price right G's. now as we speak. Fifty-five twelve. Eleven wow. G's. YOLO. Wait, where's Kevin Luttrell? Get in there. There you go. <laughs> yeah, all of these are four hundred section seats are, are about five fifty seven hundred dollars, fifty-eight, fifty-eight. All of these are way upper deck. The number of Americans who plan to watch the game at a bar or restaurant. 16.2. That kind of feels low. I don't know. 16.2. I guess it's a lot. 20-year increase in the cost of a 30-second Super Bowl ad. 192%. Kind of interesting. So it's doubled over the last 20 years. Yeah. And I'm interested in the ads. I always like the ads. That's something I... uh Always like Mahomes well, part is twenty eight. And the whole everything of you know non-sports fans get involved to watch the halftime show, to watch the ads. Oh, here's more infographics. It's they sent me this. I don't know why they sent me this, but I'm liking it, right? This is the eighth <laughs> Super Bowl. Why is that funny? <laughs> I opened my email today. So first of all, everybody knows that I talk about how my email has been taken over by newsletters in 2024. One of my, uh, you know, things that I'm doing for 2024, I know there's a name for that, but I don't remember what it is, uh, is to delete and unsubscribe from all these newsletters. And so it's working, right? I'm starting to see e emails, but this is one of them that I got. Uh, it, my name is on it. So I guess it's. That you didn't unsubscribe from? I, no, you I guess I didn't. But they gave me a bunch of infographics. So it's uh, it's kind of cool and like uh, interesting. Like this is the eighth Super Bowl appearance for the Niners. They have five wins. 82, 85, 89, 90, 95, 13, 20, and 24. Like that, if you're a Niners fan, I want to punch you in the stomach. Like you have got to enjoy <laughs> perpetual success for the most part since 1982. 82, 85, 89, 90, 95. Then you had, oh, a, a terrible drought from 95 to 2013. Oh, woe is you. Uh, the Chiefs and the Niners have met once in the Super Bowl. Chiefs won that, won nothing. Uh, there are 12 NFL franchises that have never won a Super Bowl. The Bengals, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Vikings, the Bills, the Falcons, the Panthers. The uh, Arizonas, Cardinals, the Titans, the Chargers, and the Browns. 
four years since the Niners last uh, Super Bowl appearance. Four years since the Chiefs last Super Bowl uh, game against the Niners. Uh, Super Bowl bonuses each member of the Chiefs received last year. $157,000 for the bonus for the game. The consolation prize for the Eagles. Sorry, Sue. $82,000. Thanks. Thanks so much. Patrick Mahomes is 28. Brock Purdy's 24. Patrick Mahomes in his sixth season in the NFL. That's stunning. This guy's having a, uh, he's on a better pace than Brady. Like yes, Tom Brady might be the greatest quarterback in the NFL for just a couple of years. This Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, but, but is he going to play for 10, you know, 10, 15 more years, man? He did. He, he only needs to keep this pace up for about four more seasons. Two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs, the youngest to receive the distinction. Uh, Brock Purdy is 24 years old. He's played two seasons in the NFL. He has a 115-plus quarterback rating. Uh, Andy Reid, coach of the Chiefs, 65 years old. The great Andy Reid. The great, yeah, that's right, used to be the coach of the Eagles. Thank you, Gio. Thank you. Every time you say that, I feel very proud. The great Andy Reid wasn't good yeah. enough to be the Dolphins coach, though. I wanted him. I wanted him bad, man. No, we he was going. He was too smart to come here. No advocated for Andy Reid. He sure did. He's too smart to to come here. Yeah. No, I identified Andy Reid as a great talent um, right away. I knew that this was going to happen. I was a prophecy that came to pass. <laughs> Head coach since 2013, three-time Super Bowl. Uh, is an assistant assistant coach, and he won Super Bowl Live, and then he won uh, fifty two as head coach. They won last year. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes, they did. defending Super Bowl champs. Kyle yeah. Shanahan, forty four yes, years are. old, head coach of the Niners since twenty seventeen, uh, etc. The stadium holds seventy one thousand eight hundred and thirty five people. Multiply that times the five thousand dollars, and you'll have a way low number on what they're making. Sarah Thomas was the first female to referee a Super Bowl in 2021. 71,000 people at $5,000 a pop is $355 million. And that's that's the that's low. That's, just, that's based that's on the some, cheapest. Right. That's just the minimum gate. Yeah. That's the nosebleed seats. Woo. We should start. Right. Hey, we Woo. should start a team, guys. We should get yeah, in on this. Why don't this. we start a team, man? Let's start a team. <laughs> and let's Bring get the in money. The Come they on. Go, they're making so much money. We should just get in on it. First time in the Super Bowls in Las Vegas. First time Nevada hosts it. $1.1 billion economic impact. 7,000 volunteers. $1.9 billion was the cost of Elijah Stadium, the Roomba. Well, just think of no, a normal Super Bowl not in Vegas is a big event in Vegas. Yes. People go to Vegas for just the like Super people Bowl. People go to Vegas just to watch the Super Bowl when no matter where it's at. Yeah. And so now it's in Vegas this year. Yes. $275 is the projected average spending by a Super Bowl tourist on food and drinks over four days. I think that is low. How much? Like, 275 Really? That's per low. day, maybe. Per That's, day? Yeah, average yeah. spending. Yeah, right. Per day on per food day. and drinks for over. Oh, no, it says over four days. That's ridiculous. No that way. Is, what are you going That's only having a bag of chips and a cold drink, though. Maybe, yeah. Come on, there's not going to be less than twenty five dollar beers at the Super Bowl. I'm sure. Yeah, right. they're oh, up, but well, this but, is you know, just 
Maybe you know they're not going to let you bring anything in. No. Can you imagine the reservation oh. list at Peter Luger's or any one of the big steakhouses? Like, how do you get in that place? Like, okay, now you've got the world's elite are here. And they're all here for three nights. Super Bowl is a corporate event, so everybody's there on the on the you know on the on the company credit card. Yes, someone's <laughs> company credit card, exactly. Yeah, right. But so, how do you decide who to get to give the reservations to? Yeah, they got to pay. Whoever pays the most, show me the money. Twenty-five for stadium <laughs> fans increased spending when using digital forms of payment. Oh, hear that? 25%. Like they've calculated that people will spend 25% more when using digital forms of payment. And you wonder why places are going cash free. Everybody's upset about they're going cash free now. Cash free. Not using the cash anymore. Not only are people not stealing from them, but people spend 25% more. If you had a business, you'd do it. Well, that's why the casinos give you chips, man. Yeah, it's you know, it's not the psychology of losing a hundred dollar bill. It's just a I'm, coin. It's just a little plastic colored thing. There's a little. I'm getting another it's one just back. A black coin. You know who says that? No that's really deal. worth. It. How is that the same as a Ben Franklin? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Hundred fifty down when you you know, <clears throat> click 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 click. One hundred fifty six thousand is the estimated number of hotel rooms available in Las Vegas. Uh, out of it. town. One hundred fifty six thousand. Yeah. So get this out of town visitors for this Super Bowl, 137,000 for Phoenix last uh, year, 125,000 for 51. Uh, oh, no, for uh, 56. Uh, learn the Roman numerals, Joe. Uh, 125,000 in LA camp County. And for Super Bowl live in Miami, 150,000. We had the biggest Super Bowl. And that's what I've been telling people. Ever. It was also during the pandemic. Maybe that was a thing. It was right before, um, actually. Yeah, uh, it was right before. Yep. 150,000 people. February 2020. So. so we had the biggest right of before. all. And we always do. Once upon a time, the Miami was going to be the permanent home of the Super Bowl. It's great that it moves around, but we really should have more Super Bowls. Now you're going to have the Swifties. It's going to surpass them all. Yeah, probably. Uh, two ninety nine lowest daily hotel rate forecasted for the Super Bowl. Uh, ticket prices, average price ticket uh, on the resale market. Yeah, see this, we just disproved it. Average price of a ticket from the last five Super Bowls. The highest was, oh, imagine this: Kansas City versus the Niners, twenty twenty, eighty four hundred dollars, forty thousand dollars. The highest price paid for a Super Bowl ticket ever, cool. forty grand. Uh oh. 75% of the ticket supply is controlled by the NFL. And this graphic goes on and on and on. I'm barely halfway through, but I'm going to bail out enough. Whew. We just learned more than we could ever possibly want to know about the numbers behind the Super Bowl. Except who's going to win the game? Sue Morris, go. Casey, Kansas City's getting it done. Do you have a over-under or total? Oh. Um. I'll Just, go, let's say 62. Okay. So over. So that would be 62. over the total. Yeah. Yep. Bobby Graham, who's going to win? I'm going to go with 49ers just to be different. different I think they're going to surprise. Doesn't want to be like Sue. Over or under and a total? I'm going to say under. Okay. Under. 
Dragster Jeff, who's going to win the Super Bowl? You know, I think the 49ers are going to get it done, and I think they're only going to need uh, total total score, 54 points. So I'm going over. Over. Giovanni in Miami. I'm going Chiefs in the under. Ooh. Really? Can't go oh. against Pat Mahomes, man. I'm not going to do that oh. ever again. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Baltimore's year. MVP, Mah- Lamar, all of these things. And Pat Mahomes said, yeah, yeah, you guys forgot about me. <laughs> you guys, everybody wrote me off. You said my receivers suck. You said right. it was done. You said I can't win on the road. I went to Buffalo. I made them cry. I paid Bill's Mafia get on the table and set themselves on fire. I went to Baltimore. I took... I told Lamar he could have the MVP. I'm going to the Super Bowl. And now you're going to tell me that San Francisco is just going to be favored because, yeah, we all look at Kansas City and they're not as good as they were last year and their wide receivers kind of do suck. And it's up to Mahomes to be back there and just do magic after magic show, after magic trick, after magic trick. Well, Vegas is the place where magic happens. All right, <laughs> people walk down the street doing little sh- sh- side shows and we're David Blaine's of the world and so forth. So I'm not going ever again against Pat Mahomes, man. This has become like the new Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers back 10 years ago or whomever it was, you know, Brady. You don't bet against this guy. I'm not betting against Mahomes. So but who do you think is going to win? Or I'm going to... <laughs> Or I'm just going to throw all my money at a bunch of props. All right. There you have it. And and I will uh, I will weigh in. And of course, you guys in the chat section, you can feel free to put, post your uh, your pick uh, and uh, over under in total. But I, I everything Geo just said, I concur. Uh, Kansas City over 49. And um, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is amazing. And they're on a mission and they're pissed. That's another thing. They're pissed about constantly being the underdog and they don't like all this stuff that's going on. And um, all the hate for Taylor Swift, like I know it's a certain group of like people that just don't like her mug and they're annoyed by her being there. But whatever, man, she's a successful young lady and she's got a boyfriend who plays football. And so she's going to the games. And so, you know, it's not that big a deal. Um, I think all of that is going to combine and KC is going to win and beat the Niners. And no offense, Niners fans, don't take this the wrong way, but you've already had enough, enough, enough. Go look at a picture of Joe Montana for a little while. And just... uh, Montana to Steve Young. Yeah. Yeah. They got to go from Montana to Steve Young. They had 30 years of greatness. They did. Enough, enough, enough of that. The front office wins again. Right. Well, no, they are they are the best. They are the best. And that's the thing. As far as organizations go, uh, great respect for the 49ers. And Steve oh, says yeah. this coming from a Yankees fan. Yes, it is. It is. When you're on the when you're inside the building, it's a little different. But look at us. Man, the Yankees haven't won in as long as Ferrari hasn't won. Maybe you know. Longer. Oh no, not quite. We won in 2009. All right. So yeah. there it is. Any anything else in sports collision that is worth even discussing? Uh, Geo, of course, we'll have a breakdown of the big television commercials. You know, everybody's spending money. They're spending tons of money trying to get your money. 
But uh, anything else sports collision wise that we need to know about? I can't think of anything. I guess poor Sue. Sorry about your Sixers, Sue. Season's going downhill. I know. Well, having a knee procedure. Oh, here's another one that's driving. I was me very crazy. sad. How is he? I and now everybody sad. is having procedures done. You know, like Embiid's got a. You know, he's getting surgery. When did surgery become <laughs> a procedure? You know. Otani is getting an elbow procedure. No, sorry. When you have UCL surgery, it's called Tommy John. But no, they right. don't want to say he's having another Tommy John. So he had an elbow procedure. And now the same thing. Joel Embiid, why can't they just say he's having knee surgery? No, he's having a procedure done. And we don't know how long he's going to be out. It's called surgery, dude. It's called surgery. That's it. I just, you know, had to get that. Yeah, no, but see, that's why they're not. Is guys don't no longer, no one gets surgery anymore. They're having procedures done. Yeah, that's well, that's, and that's why you're not a highly paid PR agent because you didn't figure that out 20 years ago. You needed to start using a procedure. You know, botch procedures, man. Procedures, you know, it's something that's happening, right? Like, they they botch surgeries all the time. Oh, man, you don't die from a procedure. You die from a surgery, though. Surgery is a knife. Procedure is a bandage. Yeah, what what yeah, procedure I, is Robert Hyde having? We don't know. No, we, we don't know. Have, not even it's having a, a procedure. Mystery. Surgery. Yeah, I don't. Exactly. I don't know, dude. Don't when know they I'm... use a scalpel and cut you up and they put you under, all right, it's called surgery. What if they're having? What if it's a laser? Doesn't and matter. Oh, when they they hurt. <laughs> when what if it's a robot? And when they're cutting you open and they're working on you, it's called surgery. Yeah. A surgical procedure, procedure, a surgical procedure. Uh-huh. So you just take the first word off and you just say procedure. Having a procedure. Exactly. Well, then you know that's worth about another 10% to the PR person. Yeah, no, that's exactly Crisis right. No, our guy, he didn't have surgery, he just had a little procedure. It's a little procedure There's nothing wrong with him. His arm is gonna fall off, but he'll be fine. <laughs> No, the guy can't walk. He's having a knee procedure. Look at this. It's race guitar, guys. I didn't even realize he was down there. Ooh, race yeah. guitar. Whoa, race buddy. guitar. Thank you, race guitar, for and- going out there and biking and doing all that stuff you did. As an inspiration, I decided to, when I saw what you did out there in that cold weather, to sit on my ass and get drunk on my birthday. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so you I, did uh, inspire. I, uh, I did the same thing on Saturday. I had a nice bottle of Jack Daniels going, so. Ah. Yeah, there you go, you see. Can you nice. hear me okay? Yeah, you're a little low, yeah. but it works. It's working for me. All right. It's all good. So, what's the news? Apparently, there's a big football game this weekend. Uh, Ferrari is going to be great again in 2025. Uh, Formula One doesn't want to ready. And Denny Hamlin beat your favorite driver. Unless wow, he's that your pretty favorite much driver. sums up the show. Yeah, unless you know unless he's your favorite driver. Yeah. Oh, and there's a big race this weekend. And then there's a big race in Bradenton this weekend, which we're trying oh, to that do. Race. Yeah. All right. So, do you want me to set stuff on fire, or do you want to talk about electric cars? Uh, I think well, isn't they, that the same do, thing? They do catch on fire. So let's go with electric cars. Because I know that you guys down there, my fellow Americans, but actually living in America, you're vastly underestimating these cars. Like, Joe, you were like, well, I don't know. I don't want to drive to Oklahoma with one of those. Drive to Oklahoma. They're fine. It's not like you guys make it sound like 
you're trying something for the first time. I live in the Great White North. I live in Quebec. Four months of the year, it's below zero. These cars work just fine. There's millions of them up here. By 2035, you're not going to be able to buy a new a new gas-powered car here. And that's moved up from 2040, but everyone bitched and said, 2040 is too far away. we got to do it quicker. What? Well, Nobody I believes you, that. I, I hope the electrical grid can support it. I mean, there yeah, is no, that. Man, this thing <laughs> just explodes randomly. You're driving and then... And that's it. No, Joe, stop it. That's not the headline. That's not the reality. These things work. They work in the cold. They work in the snow. They're efficient. It's not unproven technology. It's completely proven. The first Teslas are what, 10 years old now? If I get my nail, hang on. I'll be taking a shot. It was Coca-Cola. No, I'm in the truck, Joe. If I get my nail... If I get my mail, it comes in an electric truck. My kids ride to school. Well, not my kids anymore. They're all grown. They ride on electric buses. Everything up here is going electric. And Sue, that's the one caveat I'll give you. Up here, our, all of our electricity is, is, is renewable. All of it. We don't burn a rock of coal. Uh, it's all hydro dams and wind. And okay. the same thing in Ontario. We make so much renewable energy that we sell most of it to New York, Vermont, Connecticut, New Hampshire, and Maine. So all of those places are green because they buy electricity from Quebec. So I'm telling you, man. Okay, can I ask? Can I ask a question? Go ahead. Go how ahead. did this? How? What? What inspired this? Uh... It's You're not a rant because it's generally positive. What inspired this? Last week when you were like, oh, I don't know. I didn't want to take the and then, and then I like Dave, Sue, but he grabbed <laughs> onto that one headline about the one charging station in the north that wasn't working and people were stuck. And, and that is true. The charging station was broken, but the cars worked just fine. So, okay. I could drive one. You could drive one right now from here to New York City. Never have an issue. Except, well, all right. So, number one, I I am not against. I don't know about. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't make it all the way there. I, you well, know, no, I, you could make it. It would just take you a lot longer than it would long. in an yeah, ice yeah. vehicle because you'd have not. to stop. Absolutely not. Yeah. You still have to stop and fuel your gas-powered car up with gas. It takes stop like two minutes. It's supposed to take like forty takes, minutes. I, no I don't have to wait twenty minutes. I, I can't believe that it charge. takes the same amount of time to fill up a, a full of electric charge that it does to fill up the. the is it is it still not. snowing in Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is, Bobby. I think he uh, slipped off the steps of his truck. It's going to take you fifteen to twenty minutes to charge your car. That's it. You guys are thinking it takes you three hours, but it doesn't. Okay, so if that if if that I do believe that that's what I believe, like that's the reality that I have, and I'll be in the interest of fair reporting. Okay, number one, I have never driven an electric car. I have zero experience. I did drive a hybrid car, the the Prius. I remember bringing it over for Giovanni to see, and we really. Ragged the crap out of it. And we had a great time. It was great. 
<laughs> but we really put it, we got after it. And it we was fun. Made that thing a stick shift. It, it was it was fun. I drove a Chevy Volt from Miami to uh, down to the Keys as part of a Chevrolet Media Junket. It was fine. It was fine. Drove a Prius V, thanks to Toyota, up the Pacific Coast Highway and went and saw Gustavo Dudamel as they were trying to, you know, explore. But in a full electric, I've never driven one. I have been in the Teslas that go under Las Vegas in the Tesla tunnels, which is great. So I'm not generally against the technology, but I do believe that it takes more than 15 minutes to give you a full charge. Like if I leave my house in Hollywood, Florida, and I've got to go to Orlando, Florida, I'm barely going to make it there. And the second I get there, I'm looking for a charger. Like I'm hunting for a charger as opposed to going to hanging out at the Polynesian apartments. See, that's where, <laughs> that's the only where that you're that you're right is that right now you guys don't have the infrastructure yet that we have so for <laughs> us i could go to several places in any industrial park and charge my car i'm at a petrol pass right now and there's four charging stations over there so we can charge anywhere here but that's because we're building the infrastructure so look, okay, I'll say minute. there's a lot of places I, I don't have that. If I was you, let's say you let's say you're you're hypothetical driving from here to Orlando. How many times would you have to stop for fuel in your car? Zero. Oh, you don't have to stop for fuel. So, but you're still going to have to put fuel in at some point. It's like 300 miles, right? It's like right on. Yeah. That's why we so, uh, we use that because right it's like the, you're right at the max for most electric cars then. Yeah, so it's right at the max for most electric cars, and gas will get there, and then you can go to the hotel and drive around a little bit. But you'll have to get gas before you have to come home. Yeah, but the electric car is going to be the same, though. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you guys are like, what? Well, and sure, for you, you may have to look around to find the right charging station, but up here, it's not, that's not even an issue. There needs to start to anywhere. But what about all the vandalizing of the charging stations? Don't you guys have to deal with that? No, that's a problem you guys have. We don't have that up here. <laughs> you don't have that? Like, no, like I just told so you. So there's no vandalism. Like, like I just said, up here, they want them so bad that they the vandals are indoors. From 2040 to 2035. Listen, okay, so, you know, like, this could have gone a whole bunch Look, of different ways. We weren't ways. crapping on the electric cars, man. Yeah, Just like, no. getting any, I'm sure right? the audience wants us to run you out of here on a rail, but we're no. not going to do that, buddy. <laughs> you saved kids from cancer, man. You rode a bike. That's you're right. not doing that to race guitar, you listeners. Just because you're wrong about the rail. electric car doesn't Look, mean we're going to run I'm you just, off the show, you know. I'm just, I'm just trying to spread the word for how the rest of the world is going. <clears throat> You guys down well, here, you guys down there, like you know, you're so. But it's happening, and it's gonna happen if you want it. Well, or not. But you guys up yeah. here, you know, talking down to us, like you know, like we're like the dirty stepchildren blowing smoke up to Canada. You know, well, you guys had the wildfires all summer long. We didn't complain. You blowing smoke right? down to us, like, just, just you know, saying. You're sending us the tar you. sands. You're sending us the tar sands oil race guitar, the dirtiest oil there yeah. is. Why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah. race guitar. I mean, they were. We were it's smoking true. out our Northeast friends, you know, freaking them all out. <laughs> all right. But all, all, so here's my real opinion, though, okay? And this is the thing. There's a place for everybody. And mm -hmm. 
I think that, you know, um, certain applications like the, the whatever will is better and preferred will win. Whatever is preferred when electric needed a jump in technology and it's getting it apparently like, you know, I'm under the impression that you got to wait like 40 minutes to fully charge your battery. Race guitar is telling me it's 15. If it's only 15 and you can actually get a charger, which is hard for me to understand as reality. But if that's actually the reality, 15 minutes, full charge, plentiful charges anywhere I go. All right, that's fine. Look, look, I don't know about anywhere, but I've seen a lot of chargers down here. You know, like at the mall, you go over, you know, I go drop off the kid at, at, at both malls. There's like a whole bunch of Tesla chargers right here at the Whole Foods. They have like four or five parking spaces, you know, that are just for like the charging space. You know, obviously they give them good spaces too. I mean, I think I'm just going to park my car there next time. Just screw them. Um, but anyhow. They, I, I do see more and more of those little charges stations. And then vandalize you know, it while you're there. Well, kind of. Look, I'm not going to go there, but kind of like Don't the handicaps, they're getting the good spaces, man. All right? And so this isn't fair. All right? They can't have all the good spaces, too. And, you know, you're going to tell me what? You get an electric car? All right, do they charge you? for? Do you have to pay for that charge while you're hanging out at, at the Whole Foods? Or is what, Whole Foods about charging? The, what about road Are tax? they going to charge me more for my food because you're charging your car there? You know, I can't get gas there for my car. So well, these all are these all very – keep the highways up if we aren't paying any road tax. Yeah, but nobody wants to pay any road tax at all, Dragster Jeff, period. And the internal combustion people are very angry about paying any tax. And if they had it their way, they would pay zero. So, no, we got to we got to tax those electric cars, too. (laughs) I think they should pay more. (laughs) Yeah, they're heavier. They're harder on the highway. Right. And they they cause fires. He's something. He's trying to say something, but he's frozen. Go ahead, race guitar. Sorry, I, I heard the way to say fire. All right. Fire! Do I really need you? No, no. You know what I think about that. Um, His battery's going dead. Uh, <laughs> no. I'm not going to allow that, Bobby. That <laughs> one's too, too easy. I'm no. going to. My daughter picking him. Race Y'all picking me by going to somebody, bringing somebody coffee. I'm going to get somebody. <laughs> you still see me? Yes. You're back. Yeah. You're back. You're, yeah. you're so, back. Yeah, okay, good. My phone's telling me I'm disconnected. Uh, so anyway, I'll leave you with two things that you got to think about. This is the way I heard it play. If the, and it is, the American population is probably 10% of the world. 30% of the world's spending power. How long do you think that car companies are going to keep making gas-powered engines for 10% of the world's population? When as long as people buy. Nah, it's not going to happen, Bobby. Sooner or later, oh. the dollar-for-dollar dollar ROI is not going to be there. Not, we're not going to build gas-powered cars for 200, Ameri- 200 million Americans when there's... Do you guys allow Chinese electric cars in Canada? I, what, what brand name would that be? I don't know. There's one with three letters that I learned about the other day that is apparently the leader, and they've surpassed Tesla, and they're have, like the uh, leader. We have Hyundai's, uh, we have Mitsubishi's, we have the Chevy, Ford. All right. Well, uh, so I, they I say don't... that the Chinese, the Chinese have. Uh, 
gone all in on the electric and that they're ahead of us and they're ahead of Tesla and they're building these cars for like, you know, a third of the price. And if they let uh, they're they're going to be the cars that are powering the whole, you know, moving the world um, because they're cheaper and better and they do what everybody wants. But, you know, the sound, the sound, the revs, the feel. It's not going to happen. Sooner or later, they're going to come to a threshold where it's going to be like there's more money in this for us. Maybe. And that's what the aftermarket is for, you know, like that's the thing. We'll just have to see. Like the Dodge Charger is coming out. Um, they, you know, they just and I gotta go. They just killed the other one, but I got it. It's still disclosed, by the way. I have four cars in the driveway. They're all gas. I don't have any gas, uh, you know, lawnmowers or not. Uh, sorry, I don't have any electric lawnmowers or weed whackers. Everything I have in my yard is gas. Yeah, no, you're a well-thought-out guy. We're not going to, you know, you're not going to have to go to re-education or anything. You're fine. I'm just saying, if you were up here driving around on the highways, you would be shocked at how many electrical cars you see. Shocked. There's a lot of electrical cars down here too. You'd be lots surprised. and lots yeah, of electrical cars down here. Tons At least of. down here in South Florida, man. There's yeah. everybody's either driving well, a Tesla or a damn suburban. Dragster Jeff, how many car? What percentage of the cars that you see in California are electric? What percentage? You know what? I would say probably 15. percent I drove to the LA fairgrounds and back over the weekend. I went to the Grand National Roadster Show, and there are an awful lot of electric cars. 15 to 20 percent, I think I saw on I 5 going over the great and a lot of hybrids too that aren't full electric. A lot of people are driving around the, the, the hybrid, the gas electric hybrid, like like that Toyota. Uh, um, you know, the guy I work with just upgrade, upgraded his truck and he got the, the hybrid uh Ford F 150. The hybrid, I saw one of those first hybrid. time the other day, saw, saw one the first time the other day. I, I don't know, look, it's it's a tough issue because people have made it um about who they are instead of about technology and what it can do and it's just you know it's just like everything else people feel like it's an attack on on who they are uh, instead of a technology evolution but it doesn't have the sound and the rev and the feel you don't you only get that but then again i don't need that when i go to Publix. I need no, the garbage truck track. doesn't sound the same anymore either you know it's it's yeah. it is what it is man. there are geos exactly right all right if I drive my daughter's Toyota, man, it's it doesn't it's nothing like my my van or Laura's car. <laughs> yeah, you know who I'm not. You gotta put a cam in it. That's all. Laura. You gotta put a cam in it. Laura, Laura wants. Laura's never gonna go electric. She loves that eight cylinder Impala. There you go. See. <laughs> Anyways, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta hit the road. I gotta keep this truck moving. WFO race guitar. Right. WFO race guitar. WFO. There he goes, yep. race guitar, who saved many children with his ride for cancer. So yep. before you attack his electric car thing, think about what this man has done for the young ones out there. Oh, what a hypocrite. He's advocating for an electric car, and he's got all gas-powered cars. He's dying. And lawn equipment, too, by the way. Lawn equipment, too. <laughs> and drives a diesel 18-wheeler. Right, and drives a diesel truck for a living. I'm collecting... I'm collecting gas-powered lawn equipment here in the desert because uh, when when uh, Governor uh, Scrusome uh, <laughs> makes them illegal for sale in California, I'm going to have a pile of them. <laughs> That's you're going to have the uh, the market cornered. Yes. There you go. Good job, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> so race guitar wants to come back. Race guitar's got one more thing, and one more thing. 
Sorry, guys. Yeah, you were just saying, Joe, about the uh, so I just wanted to let everyone know you don't have to do it yet, but we are registered. We're ready for 2024 again, so we're doing it all again this summer. Um, I'll register let you know as the details become clear. Awesome. Great deal. Way to go, Race Guitar. Your you. internet like body. So uh, we'll let you go, but uh, good deal. So he's going to be riding Race again. And everyone will have a chance to All donate right. and make more money. He's like the good angel on your shoulder. Yeah. So, like, you know, I don't even want to, like, I, I, you know, I appreciate the topic. And the, the listeners <laughs> and the Patreons can bring up whatever topic they want. But I don't feel like being reasonable right now. So let's yeah. just move on. Right? So like, but if I'm going to go buy myself a blower right now. I'm I'm really I'm gonna get one of those electric battery blowers so I can keep it right by the front door and it's not gonna have gas dripping. And when the pollen from my big tree is all over my front walk, I can just grab the blower and blow it off. That's Whereas right now I gotta go to the shed. I gotta go to the shed. Vehicle. What? It's not a vehicle. Mix mix the gas. Yeah. Right. I have to have mixed gas. I have to, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's very application specific. What are we talking about? Like my blower situation, like my front walk, the way I'm on a corner, the way the wind goes, everything that's in the air ends up on my front step. Like it just ends up there. And I'm trying to use like aerodynamics to figure out where to put a plant to stop all this pollen from ending up on my front step and the answer is there's not every once in a while you got to go out to the shed got to get the mixed gas got to fire up the blower and come out there like madman like carl and caddyshack and blow the thing and blow it off that's the only way you mean to tell me i could have a lithium ion battery that's sitting there right there by the front door hidden cleverly behind something an asian screen something and just blow it and it's gone yes give me that i'll take that it's specific uh just like the batter the, the vacuum i just bought now that's electricity you plug into the wall versus battery powered folks changed my life changed my life vacuuming with a canister and going around and plugging in different locations. That was the worst, man. Now in the morning, the first thing I do is fire up the battery things. I'm done. It, it, before the battery is dead, the battery is dead almost as I'm done. Like I, but I have plenty of battery. Go plug it back in, empty the thing out. It's five minutes, whole house. Amazing. The other thing, go get the canister, plug it in, find a location, drag it around. It was a nightmare. So it's very, very situational. But Gio, like we drive to Orlando. There's no way the first thing we want to do is go sit and charge up a battery. Like maybe it'll be faster, but no. And you can't carry a tank of extra battery in your back just in case. (laughs) somebody's not going to, uh, or maybe they're going to develop that, right? Like maybe, you know, like those little chargers. Like, you know, I'm sure if you think back how it's been over the last five or 10 years, you know, jump forward five or 10 years, there should be a lot more charging stations. And I'm sure the technology will be much quicker, but 
you know, don't count me until it's like everybody's got one and and it's just as easy as going to get gases at what what absolutely and it's further, it's just as easy. You can go further, you can go faster, you've got an electric car that runs in the freaking high sevens, uh, but also carry all your friends around. And and um, I hate to say it, like I think that's coming, judging by this Tesla plaid at the track that outran my friend with his Scott Schaffer off 555 and nitrous, like they, you know, and the guy drove out with a baby seat, judging by what happened with the radios, you know, they were really big and then they got really small and super powerful. Like it makes sense that that's eventually coming, but we just don't want that 555 Scott Jaffaroff engine to be banned. That's the problem. That's what people are afraid of. And now is a great time for me to tell you about total seal piston rings, internal Ooh. combustion, right? Total Seal, one of our great sponsors here on WFO. I believe the high-performance racing engine and combustion in general is still going to be around for a long, long time uh, in various form. Maybe not for every single comm commuter's grocery store drive, but for high-performance, for ra uh, racing engines, for diesel, for uh, hydrogen combustion, there's a lot of stuff. Um, compressors need rings. Total Seal can help you out. I uh, also want to thank the folks at Bernie's Speed Shop. Bernie's, go to the Fan Fest. Plan on going to the Fan Fest before the Gator Nationals. I cannot confirm that Dave and Sue Morris will be at the Fan Fest because it's about 50 minutes south. Bernie's Speed Shop, though, is going to be amazing. And you should go there and check out over 100,000 square feet of automotive inventory. Oh, Sue's going to be playing golf. That's right. The folks at Foggett, that combustion Right. Gary Skinnett's company. We were out at the hike. Motorsports Museum. We were fogging everything we could find. This is a tremendous Don't just product. spray it. Fog it. And you can get that on summitracing.com. Go to the website. Go to fogit.com. But I think you should order from Summit right now. Guys, if you want to be like the, just the person who helps WFO, buy a can of this stuff and get it from Summit. And they'll be like, oh, my gosh, this is a great product. We're glad we got them on board. CWT Industries. If it can rotate, it can be balanced. This is a like a very high, this is a very important product here. Randy Neal, CWT Industries, you go to your local machine shop, you need your rotating assembly and high performance racing engine or turbocharger or supercharger or anything that rotates needs to be balanced. CWT Industries sells these machines. So what about your machine shop? What about your machinist? Do they have a CWT machine? Ask them. Tell them because these machines are user friendly. They're so quick, fast, and easy to use. They're going to make you money in your machine shop by switching out. Yes, there's a cost. But just like with my vacuum, technology has advanced. The old one still works, but it's a pain in the butt. I'm saving time, saving resources, getting on with my life. My life is way better using the new modern technology. That is exactly the analogy of what's going on with the CWT Industries balancers. So get on it. How about that? Woo-woo. And uh, our, we got our great friends at phillips-connect.com, ftiperformance.com. Hopefully going to have Paul Lee reach out on the show. Maybe, maybe not tomorrow. ftiperformance.com. I'm not hyping it because everybody's trying to get on the track tomorrow. samtech.edu, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School, and my buddy Marvin Rodak, rodakscoffeeandgrills.com. Yeah, Sue's Get ready. Get yourself some Rodax. I had I had six pounds delivered today. Between that and your Monday motivation, woo! That's you were fired up. Six pounds. I love the Stampede of Speed. Texas yeah, Reserve. no, it's great. I am tremendous. Oh, it is it's so good. Quite smooth. I had some yes. of that this morning. 
It yeah. really is. Stampede but, Speed Blend, maybe the best Rodax ever. Ah, it's, it ranks up there, but you know, blends. Get, give him a call because I know he has some new new things coming in. So check there it out. Rodaxcoffeeandgrills.com, 817-924-6821. And then just one final shout out. You can become a Patreon, guys. Patreon.com slash W. F-O radio. All right, before we get into final thoughts, I just want to mention a couple of things. We already talked about Masters of the Air. I think it's great. Uh, I've watched two episodes. The third episode is is available. I haven't watched it yet. Maybe Geo's right. Maybe it just stays boring, but I don't think so. They're developing characters. You got to know who these guys are. So and- I only saw the one two-hour episode, uh, the first one that they released. That was like two parts. I haven't okay. seen the, the next one yet. Okay. Well, me either. I've just seen the first two hours of the show. Um, these are real guys, by the way, just like Band of Brothers and the Pacific. These are real guys. These are the stories. Buck and, Buck and Bucky are real guys. I saw an interview with the guy who, who did it. And he said that their stories of from real life are amazing. These are our grandfathers. These are the people who saved the world from fascist Nazis. And, you know, if you don't, like, in spite of what Max Mosley says, I think it is a commonly held opinion that Nazis are bad. Hopefully, we can still agree with that in the world. Uh, And Carl Weathers passing away. I just wanted to acknowledge the passing of Carl. That one hurt me a little bit. I felt sad because I always loved Carl. This is where I would play, There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow from Rocky. And there is, um, no there is no tomorrow. Carl Edward, uh, Carl Edwards, Carl Weathers has so many great movie moments as Apollo Creed. And uh, he's now and, gone. And he, was, and he was in Mandalorian, too. This is so many, so many movies. I mean, you know, it's... what's up with this new Star Wars Jedi movie coming out? The Dancing Destroyer. The King of Sting. The Count, the Count of Monte Fisto. Fisto. Yeah. The Thane of Pain. The Prince of Punch. The Master of Disaster. The one and only Apollo Creed. Amazing. The Rocky movies never get old, man. They never get old. You sure got a lot of nicknames. (laughs) (laughs) There's Apollo. Who were you expecting? (laughs) Thought he wouldn't show up. (laughs) Just the best. Um, all right, final thoughts, final thoughts. Dragster Jeff, final thought as we get ready to get out of here. Closing in on the two-hour mark. Final thoughts. Here, let me look. I was lucky enough to get to go to the Grand National Roadster Show at the L.A. County Fairgrounds this weekend. And those were some beautiful roadsters that were buying. There was nine that were buying for the uh, America's Most Beautiful Roadster Trophy, which started in Oakland in the 60s so it's a pretty cool trophy to win your name get put on that deal anyway um it was really cool got to see uh, larry fullerton ran into larry fullerton the larry fullerton uh, jr he's larry fullerton the funny card champ's son from 78 uh, nobody remembers that except me <laughs> but <laughs> i'm i'm not old i'm bobby's age <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my show notes here. I love that. He's yeah, got notes. These people are bringing notes, people. That's why you need to subscribe. Go. <laughs> yeah, our Bobby, our bodies are, uh, what did you say, Joe? Unfortunately, restricted by the age of them, but we still get her done. 
Did you guys take offense to what I said about aging earlier? Are you agree? Did I say it well? No, you couldn't have described it any better. And yet there are people in bodies with full mobility that don't want to learn something new that can't, that don't, they're just, they're, they're, they're in their, in their way. And, and that's to me, that's what getting old is. The second we were talking about music, I'm not saying everybody needs to go out and listen to Joey Valance, but be open to it. Like, oh, I'll check it out. Nope, hate it. Okay, <laughs> that's that's you're right. But you got to be open to new technology, new things, trying new things. And both of you guys are. That was what absolutely. I was say. And we're gonna keep doing new stuff. We're gonna keep going on adventures every chance I get. By golly, as long as these feet carry me around, I'm going places. Love and it. the Grand National Roadster Show was a beautiful place to be on Saturday. The weather was horrible on Sunday. We lost an 80-foot tree at the house, but oh, we'll be all right. Um, I landed an announcing gig with the uh, Doghouse Bracket Races crew. We're going to do two at Redding and one at Samoa here in Northern California. And that's cool. cool. You're going to be the announcer? Yes, yes. That's they, great. Um, this is it. You. We got a whole bands. team now. We got a crew. We got an announced crew. Yep. I'm going to be the show or part of the show. I love it. I'm oh, going to wow. tell them about it. Anyway, you guys were talking about the uh, Superstar Shootout. Who's going to be the first one to go 340? You said something about it in their Monday mode this morning. Yes, that they're going 340. If someone doesn't put a 340 on the board, uh-huh. I'm going to be stunned and shocked that to me... There is no way they're going to let that race happen without figuring out a way to get a 340 on the board. You know, okay. like NHRA prep plus, you know, like there's a whole bunch of reasons why I the weather it's February, yeah. right by the ocean, sea level, multiple oh, days yeah. of testing. They're going to go 340. You'd say Mike Salinas. Why not? Uh, Brittany and Grubby. Come on. Steve yep. Torrance. Yep. I think it's going to be Salinas. I like it. But that's yeah. just my opinion. Um, in the bedrock shop, we've been pretty busy. Put new springs in Christus Camaro over the weekend. Changed the uh, clear Lexan in the windows to some smoke. And put some new black Pro Star wheels on it. So she's got it uh, looking look, looking oh. more like her car than Uncle Brad's car that she bought. And uh, she's happy about that. We're going testing at Famoso this weekend. Um, getting ready for the March meet. I'm going to run my Nostalgia 2 Dragster on Saturday and run the Wonder Wagon on Sunday. Um, so we're pretty busy. What else is coming up? Hey, are you friends with Kenny Youngblood? Because he asked, yes. I was wearing a WFO shirt uh, at the uh, Roadster show. And when I went up there to get my uh, my new poster from Kenny, he he does these live drawings and stuff all the time and uh, so i got me another one this weekend oh look at that one that's a good one yeah kenny's oh, a bud yeah no i love Kenny. kenny's the what? man yeah he saw my wfo shirt and says you know joe like you guys were good buddies and i said hell yeah i told him i was a participant on the ignition show and that, that he should tune in and he oh, said awesome. he does hi kenny super talent what a one of our, one of our, um, you know, during the pandemic, we did these happy hour shows and they are still available on YouTube and who knows what the heck we were talking about, but, uh, I had some time to like focus. Like we did one like wine night with Tobler 
we had uh, beer with Selzy. And we had a, a Miami Hollywood Speedway reunion with Daryl Gwynn so everybody could understand the track that I came from. And we did uh, like the art of Kenny Youngblood. And oh. the, 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 the numbers weren't particularly great because I don't think people understand or appreciate other way. Yeah, look at that. Check that out. What Kenny Youngblood is or has done. And, and I, I don't think I uh, understood what he did, but... Kenny Youngblood has been a consistent and common thread through this entire drag racing and motorsports universe that we all love. Everybody from the 60s. Continuous thread. He was there at yeah. Pink's, man. He was there. Like he was part of that original cluster. Like that's crazy. Yeah. It can be tracked to like one cluster of shops. This whole thing. He designed the Dale Earnhardt stylized three. Like the three, the three, the Dale Earnhardt yeah. three. Yeah. Who did that? Kenny Youngblood wrote that. He drew, he drew that. He painted the original Wonder Wagons, which is why I, I did mine. Uh, we, we looked in a lot of magazines and tried to put all the polka dots in the right spot. Yeah. And when, when I met up with him a couple of years ago in Woodburn, uh, he looked at the car and I asked him if he'd sign it. And he said, dude, if you'd have used paint, but we used vinyl instead, but he did not sign my car, but... There it is. Good. And you know what? And he's, he's right. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> he's... I should have used paint. Well, you know, you didn't know you're going to meet Kenny Youngblood. And so no. it's like, Hey, I, I lost okay. on this one, but no, Ms. that's Laura, Kenny. Miss Laura has put a WFO sticker on the back of her car. So she's a Patreon now and feels like she needed a sticker. So she, uh, she there went stuck that on there herself today. Way to go. And Did you get the stuff, Gio, right? I, I sent you a bunch Gio of stuff. Grant. Did you get all the stuff? Oh yeah, we got two separate stuff. packages, correct? Yep. Two separate packages. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Good stuff. Thank you. And uh, I love Geo's rants. He's gone now, but I love his little rant earlier that that uh, that makes my day to to hear Geo go off and uh, he 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 gets a roll going and then it starts smoking the tire a little bit. He lifts a couple times and then he's back on the throttle hard and then boy, I. I just really enjoy your rants, Gio. So keep it up, buddy. That's why he gets to come back. He's the he's the out of control person on the show. That's okay. how I drive too. So don't ever let me in one of your cars. <laughs> All right, Dragster Jeff. Great job. Say hi to Miss Laura. We'll see you in a few Will weeks, do. right? Somewhere, uh, Pomona, somewhere. We'll see you. Yep. All right, uh, Matt in Australia. I'm going to keep you on there, though, Drag. Matt in Australia has appeared. And, uh, you know, like we usually do the Australia report. So we'll do an Australia report and his final thought and all of that stuff. Observations with Matt and Australia may begin uh, right now, Matt. Good day, guys. Good day, uh, Matt. Good day, Mike. Good day, Matt. Good day, mate. Just uh, extremely busy today, that's all. Okay. Uh, well, you don't have to do you don't have to do all of those things that I just promoted for everybody. Oh, no, no, no. It's all right. And when I jumped in the car, I'm in an underground uh, workshop in the basement of a car dealership and uh when i jump in the car the signal gets worse than what it already is so you i will tell you this mm -hmm. you sound loud and clear and the signal yep. is working great so let's okay. jump right to it okay well i'm got a lot but uh for geo the the uh, dollars dropped a little so we're at a dollar 54 us to your uh, american dollar so it's still pretty good and uh, when you guys were talking about the Super Bowl, I was trying to calculate that out to uh, Aussie South Pacific pesos. And I think it was $15,000 a ticket. So Ooh. sounds good. Um, 
not too much to talk about. I'll talk about supercars first. Uh, lots of testing going on uh, last week and this week. Uh, the 23rd of Feb is the first round, which is going to be held at Bathurst. Uh, to open the season, they're going to have a 500-kilometer race at Bathurst to start the season off. Um, normally, the season started in Newcastle, which is about two and a half hours uh, north of Sydney, uh, which is a steel town and a, and a mining town. Uh, but the local government and council has uh, carboshed that one. Um, it was having too much of a uh, impact on the on the uh, city itself. Like the financial gains weren't uh, weren't adding up to the uh, the impost on the on the council and the town. So uh, the first race for the season is uh, is at Bathurst. Uh, the only other thing that's happened: the current and reigning supercar champion uh, Brody Kostecki, who raced for Richard Childers last year once or twice, yeah, uh, has announced. Well, sorry, the team has announced that he won't be racing the first round. And it's all getting very political and uh, we are talking about PR earlier about not having surgery, having a procedure. Well, there's a lot of surgery and procedure talk happening at the moment, if you know what I mean. Um, the rumour is that one of his main backers, which is a gentleman by the name of uh, Peter Adderton, who owns one of the biggest mobile phone companies in Australia, independent mobile phone companies, uh, that's who backed him to go over and race last year in the US uh, and is backing him again to make a return this year, much the same as SVG. Hmm. Uh, and there, there's yeah, a lot of bad blood happening in supercars at the moment, which is a shame, but I guess that's um, just what happens. Um, on the drag racing front, we had a, essentially a, a NDRC divisional race down in uh, Portland which is uh, about 200 miles uh, southwest of Melbourne. Um, and that, that race was raced over eight mile because it's only an eight mile track. So all our, our divisional, if you want to call them divisional races for sportsmen, can either be held on quarter mile or division or uh, eight mile tracks. It's just whatever's available and uh, run what you brung. Uh, the only other thing which uh, good old, our good old friend Yukev uh, posted on WFO Facebook was uh, we had a test and tune at Sydney Dragway on the weekend. Uh, this weekend coming is the the first uh, is the first round of our track championship or state championship, uh, and we had some uh, local uh, native animals join the the racing for a little while. Uh, so if anyone wants to have a look at that, we. Where Sydney Dragway is located, it's only about 30 kilometres from the centre of Sydney, but it's still a fairly, uh, it's an industrial slash rural sort of area. Uh, there's a big um, water reservoir and parklands all around it, nat like natural parklands. And uh, from time to time, we do get some kangaroos. And uh, this time during the test and tune, one of the uh, kangaroos decided to jump all the fences and get down on the start line for a little while. So, and what do they do? Like, like, do they put I on he was boxing checking gloves? The, and... Checking the track there, Matt. You know, just checking the grip. Well, you making guys sure the those... grip, right? See? Yeah. Yeah, you guys got we all got... those fancy grip testers and shit like that. We just yeah. we take we just send a roo down, check it out. Send a roo. How high is he jumping? <laughs> He's not jumping very high. All right, it must be pretty sticky out there. So you kev yeah. responded about that, but you kev didn't have any kind of response to the 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 nip ball. 
uh, thing that we talked about last week. We went very deep on nipple. It did not. It did did not get any kind of response. I did not get one person that reached out and said, you know, Joe, that bit you guys did on the nip ball in Australia, it was very yeah. interesting. <laughs> Nobody, no. no response. Nobody's game enough to, mate. Um, it, it did sound like nip ball, just saying. Yeah. Well, in, <laughs> let me just say this. I'll just say this clearly and concisely. In cricket this week, so Kev, Kev, Kev might be in the fetal position, but uh, the English uh, cricket team got beat by India this week in a test match. So Kev might be uh, rolled up in the corner over that one. <laughs> that's that's oh. maybe why. Yeah, no, uh, nobody wants to get beat by India. You know, they were a former uh, territory as well. Yeah, yeah. Not a, not a lot that the English uh, conquered, yeah? Yeah, the, the conquered people, right? The empire, right? The empire. The empire, empire. No, listen, it's history. Yes, correct. And that's the Australia report, Joe. Not not a hell of a lot to say. And uh, as I said, I'm, I'm pretty much WFO here at work, but happy to just jump on for a little while and say good day. Excellent. No, thank you, Matt in Australia. We love hearing from uh, from tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I that said it might not be a 2025, but we know there'll be a tomorrow because Matt's there. Well, right. that's true. Joe. You guys have Monday motivation, and I have uh, Terrific Tuesday from Joe. There it is. <laughs> terrific Tuesday in Australia. We got to do very well with Australian uh, listeners. All right. Good job, Matt, in Australia. Bobby Graham, words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. And this, now remember, folks, I'm not perfect. So what I tell you, I may not be perfect at doing it, but this is words of wisdom. This is what I need to work on myself, mostly. And it's, I know we all like to, when we need something, we all want to jump on the computer and go to Amazon or eBay and look for the best deal we can find. Save the money. But before you whip it out, the computer out, and good try call. to buy the cheap stuff. right there, Bobby. Good job, the computer. <laughs> good good that catch. Was, that, was, that was a face <laughs> of money. Paper. Paper. <laughs> you know, well, well, but anyway, I'm anyway, <laughs> thinking of blades sure. and saddles. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. making sure you're in the right trail again. The coffee, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> just take a minute and go see if there's some local folks that deal with the stuff that you may need. They may have to order it and they may have it in or whatnot. But if you can wait, try to deal with them because a lot of times, if you have problems it's a lot easier to go back to these people and get it to settle down. Also, you may have an emergency one evening when it's raining and it's late in the afternoon and you can't find it anywhere else and you just happen to show up and they have it. And then they give you a price that you wouldn't believe it's half as much as what you would have spent going to get it because they felt good about you coming to them and doing business and you were local. So think about it. When you need something, help your local folks out. Shop your mom and pop shops out. They're just trying to make a living like everybody else. And they're not a big corporation and they're doing the best that they can. So that's my words of wisdom for this week. I love that. Now listen, shop local. That's something that's a, that's one of the WFO 
ethos, uh, credo, whatever you want to call it. We uh, shop local as best as you can. Um, no chain restaurants, right? Like that's something we always try to, to do when we go to a town uh, for an HRA, like avoid the chains, no offense chains, but I can get what you're selling wherever I happen to be. I want to come somewhere that is uh, local. And um, like, I'm, I'm having to do that with an auto part. I've got a problem with my uh, GMC Sierra, the truck that we tow the trailer with geo. It's got that problem that you had, you know, where you were cranking and cranking and cranking and, and it wouldn't start. Remember that problem? Yep. Yep. Well, I it's, do. It, it's a, it's a, like a check ball and a bypass line or something that allows the fuel to flow back to the tank. And, exactly. uh, it, it'll, you know, it just, you got to prime it and a couple of times it's a big pain in the ass. Anyway, yeah, trick you into believing it's open. <laughs> so, I got to do that on the, on the trucks, which means I got to pull the tank down. Like just what I want to do. Right. I want to pull the freaking tank down and uh, replace this deal. Well, I would normally order this thing on rock auto because I, you know, all my little trim parts and BS this one, I feel like I'm going to go to the auto parts store and go through a little bit of a process and real try real hard to get the right part because when it's not the right part, I want to just be able to give it back and go get another one as opposed to, Sending a box back and going through the big pain associated. Uh, so I love that. Good words of Winston. Good job, Bobby Graham. And I appreciate that you take notes. Don't let those people have your hay for free. Hell with them. No, they don't get it for free. No way. Yeah. You know, I come to your house. I move some stuff around. And then you give me what's in the house. They thought yeah. uh, that's how it works. Uh, two, two guys came by and I told them that. And they got mad at me. I said, hey. You want my stuff for free? I want your stuff for free. It's right. the same thing. It's yeah. mine. I'll do what I want with it. They said, well, all you can do is bush hog it. No. I, had so, I actually had somebody came by and said, hey, I know you do the work. You keep it up. You keep the weeds out of it. I'll pay you so much if you let me come daily. I said, dude, you got it. I said, you're the first one that's ever made an offer. So he made an offer later. Bail, I'll give you my cut after it's all. Just because he made an offer. I would let him have it cheaper than I originally would take, you know, but just don't think you're going to come up and take my stuff because it's mine because yeah. you want it. Yeah. Yeah. This is we can take this thing off your hands. That's a value. Yeah. You don't want it. We'll just take it for you. Get it out of your way. No, no, no. If well, that's what's going to happen. Happy, but I, I'm not going to do it. Right. No, I'll just light it on fire. Oh, All right. Sue Morris. Lonnie is in there, by the way. Everybody in the chat section is talking about who's going to be the first at 340 miles an hour. And some are saying Brittany, 342. Uh, Dragster Jeff says it's going to be Salinas. And, um, you know, that's, I think that's part of this. Yeah. Open track. Like, and, and, and who, and none of this helps you win the Gator Nationals, right? Like shooting no. for 340. So there's that. Like, what are you trying to do with this opportunity? Are you trying to figure out how to win the Gator Nationals? Are you trying oh, to figure out how to win the races? You're going after the big money. Come go on, fast. it's the payday. It's the payday. It's not about records. Doesn't mean well, right? Day. Like get down this it, track. Like what's this track do? Through two hundred and fifty grand, right? Through three forty. That's what it doesn't about. do anything. So no. All right, Sue Morris, go. No, it would look cool on the school board, but again, <laughs> it's all about the money. So, well, hey, I did want to make correction on the flow so it is a they do have a 39.99 monthly um that you can pay um you know or they have the annual which is uh, equals out to about 13.25 
a month is the breakdown of it. But um, the monthly, from what it looks like, you can cancel at any time. But at, at one time, they did have a, there was a time where they were going with almost like a seven-day free pass. But right now, that's not the case. So so anyway, just wanted to put that out there, just get the record straight. Um, and uh, yeah, we're getting ready. I, next week, we leave for Orlando. So excited. Just like that. And man, I I feel like we're getting ready for Christmas. You know, it's packing up the motorhome, got the cars, got started the cars, and yeah, we had to fog it out. So we were fogging down the engine so we can get them ready so we can start heading down the highway. So it's, uh, you know, hey, got past Groundhog Day and our friends in the north heard that uh, spring's going to be ended sooner than later. So, you know, it's racing time, baby. It's racing time. It's time to get on the track and go. So we're getting excited down here in the, in the Carolinas and uh, can't wait to uh, hit the track. And Joe, you and I are going to talk about this online tech card and we'll get you all squared away. And You're going to help me, right, Sue? Absolutely. Okay, good. So for those that are in the Orlando area, um, Orlando Speed World, Speed World Dragway, not this weekend, the following weekend. What is it? 16, 17, something like that. Uh, Test and tune Thursday, beginning at noon, noon till six. Uh, Friday, time run, Saturday eliminations. Is that how it goes? That's how it goes. Yep. All right. So I'm going to be arriving around, I hope to be like 10 a.m. on Thursday. My buddy Lee, who's bringing the truck, it's a, like a 2000 S10 stepside truck that runs, if it was ran all out, it would run 930s. Uh, he said it went 148 the last time it went out there. We're going to be on a throttle stop trying to slow that thing down. I talked yep. to Cody from Division 2, like, hey, man, I don't have all the numbers and everything. I'm running someone else's vehicle. He's like, we're not doing an online tech card for this one race. Uh, and, you know, so like Dave and Sue, you guys do online tech card because you got to do it anyway. But me, this is like one and done. Yeah. Um, I'm just showing up with the car, the truck, and we're going to go and we're trying to make some time runs. And initially, I was just going to stage it and get my grading point. But now I think I'm going to let the button loose and see what happens. Absolutely. Definitely. Get some reps. Yeah. And and since you're going to get there, you can get the test and tune on Thursday. That's the plan. Yeah. Get in the test and tune by like, you know, three o'clock and make a couple of licks at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, baby, yeah. I'm going to be racing something. How crazy is oh, that? And this is Man. all because of Project Pontiac. So I come out there and I'm not all rusty and I got grading points. Woo, let's line up. I want to be, let's line up right next to each other in test and tune. I, right. I can't wait for you to get back in competition, Joe. I, I'm going to enjoy how it changes you. <laughs> what changed? What's what this? Changed? Once, once you start turning on wind lights and then yeah. racing for real, you're, you're going to be a different character than just the guy who shows hey, this, up and talks about it. I could be telling track, people, this is a track I'm looking forward to three times, Sue. That's right. Tell people how they can stick it, right? Yeah. Like, that's what's going to happen. It's like, it's like, I got to turn on wind lights. Yeah, yeah no, I'd be like, yeah, you, you guys can stick it. That's Let's what's up. Doing it again. Yeah, that's right. I hope so. There you go. He's going to for me, up. though, really, nah, like, I could never, a wind light may never turn on. But being out there, especially with Project Pontiac, being out there, getting that thing down the racetrack and have it go from a bunch of parts all over the place to a working, functioning car that fits in a class of the National Hot Rod Association is going to be a tremendous victory. I'm going to be very, very excited to celebrate that day whenever that day happens. 
Me too, but the light in your eyes is going to change. Oh, man, I hope so. That would be great. That would be great. Maybe for the worse. Maybe I'll become a big jerk. You know? I'll be a big jerk. I'll start taunting people who don't deserve it. You may taunt, but you're not still not going to be a jerk. It doesn't matter which one you're in, kid, because you're going to lose. Yeah. I love it. lose. Good job, Sue. Hey, and I do have to give a shout out. Uh, our racing racing teammate Ronnie, he uh, he celebrates a birthday this week. He, Ronnie Siani. Uh, Ronnie Siani. So shout out to Ronnie. Hope he has a happy birthday on Wednesday, and uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely toast him next week. So. Is he coming to Orlando? Is he coming? Yeah, of course. He's yeah, Ronnie, already... like I saw him in Charlotte, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, you want some wine?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, I, I gotta go. <laughs> I had to leave. Normally, I say yes. If you're ever looking for some, he has it. <laughs> That's my kind of guy, Ronnie Siani, right? Yep. He, yep he's, you got he's, it. Italian. he's Italian. He's Italian. He's yes, Italian. He is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Good. <laughs> oh man. All right. Good job, Sue. Thank you very much. And Giovanni, final thought. Well, everyone, have a great week. Enjoy the races, and uh, you know, the days are long, but the years are short. So uh, get out there and say your hellos to all your loved ones, and. Uh, Whenever you think of someone, just pick up the phone and reach out and say hello, man. Don't just don't just think about them and not reach out. Says That's the guy it. who never calls me ever anymore. You know, I talk no, to him I once a week. <laughs> once a week <laughs> well, on the are. show. And that's it. You know, like who knows what other topics are going on. You know, no, man, you're sick as fuck all the time. I don't want to catch that thing talking to you on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can. You can get you can catch it over the phone. Don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell him. You'll think you're frail. <laughs> All right. Good sign job. of weakness. It is. It's a sign you catch. You're right. You catch a sickness. It's a sign of weakness. It's the devil inside. You need to be burned. All right. Good job. Good job, everybody. Fun show. WFO, Fun show. everyone. Have a great week. Everybody. WFO, everybody. There they go. WFO, the WFO players. Everybody. There's Sue and Geo and Bobby Graham and Dragster Jeff. And everybody, and I am Joe Costello, and hopefully you enjoy this. Like, this is it, man. What else are you listening to podcasts about? History? Who cares? Right? That's old news, man. It already happened. Like, science? I'm going to learn something from this podcast? Nah, man. You're going to learn anything. You're going to learn just a bunch of people talking about hot topics. And hopefully you'll get a deep appreciation for sarcasm. This is a lot of it. And I even saw in the chat a couple of times, sarcasm, sarcasm, like everybody gets the sarcasm. Like just because we're saying it doesn't mean we're thinking it or actually believe it. But maybe we do sometimes. You just don't know. And race guitar comes in with the defense of electric vehicles from Canada. It kind of makes sense, right? Kind of makes sense. Now, I got a great friend. He's got a Tesla and he loves it. They love it. These Tesla people, they love their vehicles. They're very, it's almost unnatural. But I know what it's like to love a vehicle. So I get it. It's just I want mine to go vroom, vroom. And not have a speaker that goes. But whatever. To each his own, man. Like somebody's got something different. Try it out. Try it for yourself. See what it's like. All those people in these cities, they can plug in. When you go to Oklahoma, you got to drive like 400 miles to get from one place to the next. It's maybe less practical. Denny Hamlet calling out people i just beat your favorite driver like he needs to put that on a shirt i love it ferrari f1 2025 super excited christian horner is he kind of person is he 
Is he creepy? We don't know. We're going to find out. You can bet they're going to find out. He sent it. It's Formula One. He sent a photo. It was a four by six photograph. It was sent in an envelope. Who knows? All right. Remember, tomorrow, Alan Reinhardt, myself, one o'clock Eastern time. Then Wednesday. I need your help on this one. Julie Natas, Lucas Oil Racer. Yes, she's a champ. But I need everybody sharing the heck out of that show, baby. Let's do it. And then, of course, the archive. Check out the archive. All right, guys. Have a great day. WFO. WFO. This is WFO Radio. Yeah, welcome to the party. Bye, bye, bye. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.